Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tartan Tabletop Podcast. I fully thought no one was going to do anything there. <laughs> I, I was judging the room to see about our yeah. vibe. I wanted to do sad. Niall did scared. Sam did excited. Lauren, what did you do? I didn't really notice. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Oh, jeez, boss. Yeah. Scotland's finaliest, mm. finalist, fi- something like that. D&D podcast. Is the last one? It is the last one. Ride yeah, or die. That's it. For everyone that has been listening, this is the season finale of the Lonely Cosmos. Oh. I can hear and feel your tears from here in the studio in the past. Guys, how are we feeling? <laughs> uh, it's very it's emotional. Uh, before yeah. you guys arrived, Sam, I'm going to embarrass him, Sam said to me, like, oh, it's, it's crazy to think, like, a year and a half ago, like, I was working with this guy I'd done, like, three shifts with, and he asked me if I wanted to be on his podcast and all that. He's talking about me, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Sam's not on another podcast. Um, yeah, he also revealed that I'd asked him to be on the podcast before we'd ever had the discussion about whether either of us played D&D, uh, which I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, Alex was just psychic. He figured it out. He looked me up and down and went, you play D&D. <laughs> yeah. You look like a fucking virgin, I can tell. <laughs> but here we are later. You guys have done two successful Fringe runs. We're at the end of a first podcast season, live shows. Yeah. They're doing the Adelaide Fringe. They're going international. Well, Sam making that announcement for us. Oh, oh no! I'm going to keep that in. Alright, well, I never get invited. That's it. <laughs> Moving on. Um, for the last time uh, this season, uh, how is everyone? What you've been up to? What's new? Um, I, I tried sushi today for the first time at 27 years of age. How does that make you feel? Uh, I liked it. I mean, the combination of mercury and the fish and lead paint from eating lead paint chips, Alex, must be... Uh... Yeah, I've got some sort of alloy starting in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of sushi did you get? Uh, I don't know. There, were, there was like, lots of little things that were wrapped in rice. Um, one of them was cucumber. I think two of them were fish and one of them was chicken. And it was nice. Oh, yeah, chicken is chicken. Nah, it's good, like. Oh, yeah, chicken. <laughs> you put fucking chicken in sushi. It's, it's not raw chicken. You can do anything these Don days. Don Corleone now. over here. You'll put the fucking chicken fucking in the Don sushi. Don Corleone, man, like, fuck's sake. <laughs> Alex, you were in my dream a few nights ago. Ooh. Oh. I had a dream that we were in a Barbie and Ken-themed fashion show. <laughs> and I was, like, a fucking, like, 1950s, like, librarian Barbie. Like, nothing like Barbie. And... Alex was like the like the beach Ken, like the you know the Ken you think the Ryan Gosling, yeah, literally yeah. me. <laughs> and um, you were like racing down this fucking catwalk, man, like really fast. And then we locked eyes and we did a stupid face, and then we both nearly got fired because we were like walked by each other. We were, you went like that. <laughs> for those at home <laughs> I can't explain it he did yeah, a funny face did a face. sort of like I don't know like a vaudeville type face <laughs> like the face looks like it would go along with jazz hands like the, the, the vaudeville like a, oh jeez boss you, face you da 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 but you know how like dreams always have like a sort of weird subplot yeah it's so, like the subplot the B plot yeah yeah and the B plot of the dream was that I brought like a little flask with me and I there was a hot chocolate machine and I was like yeah so I got paid for hot chocolate and then it didn't work and I was fuming and then Alex went like, we were all packing up and leaving he went like Lauren Lauren the hot chocolate machine's broken it's just giving it hot chocolate for free <laughs> and, and everyone was putting like buckets and shit under it and then I put my fucking beaker under it again and it, not, it like ran out of hot chocolate <laughs> do you want to ice season two long? <laughs> this is very much uh, what our experience of drama school together was like <laughs> I would like get away with anything and get all the free yeah. hot chocolate and <laughs> I got no hot chocolate even though I brought in my beaker <laughs> so 
Does anybody want to do a recap of what happened last time on My the show? brain was mush last time, so can someone yeah, else By the end of that last episode, I was not doing well. Lauren, you've not done it in a while. So badly do I want to do the recap. Um, we had we did all combat, and the Grand Elder Pike, he ran away, and then, um, this is like, what the, have you ever been on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he ran away. Then we had to fight like hunters of fish and like um, there was like loads of them and we managed to do some of it and then there was the rockhopper ship and then Tux died. And Tux and didn't die. Tux is alive. Uh, Chili died. Chili died um, and the rockhopper is like split in half and also Meadow like came back and she's evil now and she hates Petey but she's like obviously not Meadow anymore. Like she looks like her evil twin. There's like they've obviously done something to her. And then when we are grabbing the rock hopper, um, Sarah is on like one side and we don't know which, so we're towing one side of it. And we don't know if we have her still. Yes, it's all very, very dramatic here. A fitting uh, penultimate episode and a fitting cliffhanger ending Indeed. to that there. Um, uh, and a very wonderful recap from yourself, Lauren. Well done. Golf Ooh. claps. Golf claps. Um, does anyone have any questions or anything before we get going? No. No? No, no good. Perfect. So without further ado, for one last time, let's begin. In the known universe, there are more than 2 trillion planets and over 200 billion trillion stars. Each burns its own light. Wait, 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 sorry, there's more stars than there's planets. Eh... I don't know. That's according to according. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Is that thing. Yeah, yeah. Think about the size of a planet and the size of a star. So think about two different uh, things. Stars are gas. Yeah, planets think about orbit, that, like multiple planets <laughs> orbit a star. Not always. Yeah. So like, think Whoa. about like um, absolutely massive like uh, red dwarfs, things like that that would like engulf planets. True. I hope Neil deGrasse Tyson listens to this. He'd fucking <laughs> steal you. Chase me home and beat me with a lead pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can have stars without planets, but no planets without stars. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You can't. Yeah, that that was what Sam said. You yes. can have okay, well, stars without planets. Anyway, can the moon continue. is sometimes shaped like a toenail. <laughs> Don't fucking matter. There's loads of stars. There's hundreds of planets, right? Continue. Your Do you want to start again? again? No, I don't want to start again. <laughs> Fuck you. Cue music. Where the fuck am I now? <laughs> Each of these planets, stars, what have you. Uh, burns its own light, tracks its own orbit, illuminating the cosmos, lonely and gargantuan, yet part of a bigger picture. A bright and colourful mosaic of life, separate but together. Peoples and histories, love, art, innovation, war and death, spanning a thread that has spanned for all time and shows no sign of stopping. This life a fleeting speck in a cold space that knows not and cares not feels original to all who grasp it despite our best inclination that it is not and in this we feel that all too familiar loneliness disconnected a part of everything and understood by nothing some find their purpose in upholding a sense of law others in the disruption of that and some find purpose in the pursuit of purpose itself. Others, as you have seen, have found solace in a higher power. 
Now this is a vast and wicked world and prayers often fall upon deaf ears, not through a sense of divine contempt but through a lack of comprehension. So-called gods in this cosmos are a force of nature, uh, just as lost as you and I, but on a scale far, far larger. And who do they pray to when they feel lonely? The bad bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) The bad bitch lurches from the ice-black salt water of planet Koa, smoke and ash falling amongst fork, lightning and torrential rain as the last of the flaming wreckage of the rock hopper, or at least half of it, sinks below the large and imposing waves. After a brutal fight, you have defeated the Grand Elder Pike's forces that at a cost you are yet to truly discover. On the bad bitch, your companions Mucaseta and Pebbles tend to the unconscious tucks and Skipper, Skipper now missing an arm or fin or whatever the fuck you call that, wing. Flipper, Skipper missing a flipper. Um, Captain Orion covers wet in a corner, uh, having abandoned you all to swim to the ship at the start of the last session, something I didn't narrate because I forgot about him entirely, uh, and I'm now uh, inserting that in here. So those listening at home, it always happened. Um... The half of the wreckage of the rock hopper that you have attached a tow line to creaks and sways as you pull it from the water, hoping, beyond all hopes, that Captain Sarah is still inside. As you sort of start to pull up into the air, uh, what do you do? What do you discuss with each other? All right, um, one of us needs to uh, crawl along that tow rope and uh, see who's on the other end of that ship. I'll do it. Yeah. He's, uh... Is the ship... Is our bubble extended? I can wear a... I can wear a spacesuit. Yeah, yeah. I'll throw Braxton the spacesuit. If you remain within... In the, within this atmosphere... Like oh, yeah, yeah, you just yeah, yeah, yeah. Of oh, course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah. Rowan, you want to come with me? Mm, sure. You don't sound sure. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> I don't have as much sentimentality towards Sarah as you. I don't really feel like I just don't want to go alone in case she's not there. Ay ay ay. You sort of pull up into the air, the ship um shrill shrieks echoing sort of through the metal halls of your ship. Uh, from the large robotic monster circling the clouds above, uh, that at one point was meadow. It stalks you, but it does not attack. Um, I assume, I don't know what you're planning to do here, do you just like, bring uh, the rock hopper out of the water and then you're going to climb down and in, or are you leaving it floating and then you're going to... Mm. I think we need to get it out of the water. Well, how, so if she's not in this first half, how accessible is the second half that we mm. left? The longer it, you take getting down there the further it should will sink okay i think we need to do two and two i, I think um honestly it makes more sense for us to go straight for the second half oh the one that's sinking yeah oh yeah definitely the, actually, the yeah, first right, half yeah. is attached so it doesn't really oh, matter if she's anyway. yeah okay so yeah we'll check the sinking half then so hey uh, do you want us up we can all go hey Mukasana, you, you want to watch the ship 
Do I want to wash the ship? Watch it, motherfucker. Do you want to watch it? Watch it. Do what? I'll fucking no fly. <laughs> ah, fly. Okay. Take care of my ship, Mucasito. What? <laughs> Are you fucking deaf now? Who? <laughs> yeah, that's a new trait you didn't have last week. <laughs> and she comes through from like another room. She's like, sorry, I can't hear anything from back there. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to the, the sinking part. Cool. Um, are you all going? Is it like... I think it, we should. Yeah. Sky? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you guys... Um, are you doing like a fucking SES, like diving out of the fucking ship um, as it flies into the water, so or you want to bring it back down? Is Ro going to take damage from the water? I'm thinking. Well, Ro, the issue with you here is, is is coming back up the way will require some like strength checks to swim up because you're heavier. I'm pretty strong, but not water resistant. Um, what material are the spacesuits made of? Um, I don't fucking know. No, a spacesuit is going to like. Keep it water. Yeah, but yeah, it would be. What I was going to suggest was, if we, um, if the space suits are cloth, like we fill them full with air, tie ropes around row, and then create a flotation device for row. I can put it so on. <laughs> I just wear it. <laughs> Instead of turning myself into a robot, it's like, like oh. boy. <laughs> You can be a robot boy, you're a robot girl. <laughs> if you can hear that noise, it's me making some rolls while you're having this discussion. Rolling Let's wet. go! <laughs> we should go! Making a piece and jam. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to dive off and go straight in? Are we f- are we yeah, floating above? Nah, that's well, just something cool. Like, <laughs> on the way down, can we not fucking check the other ship? I tried there? to do something cool. No, I tried no, to make we, a we hot air balloon spaceship. Because that's the one, that's yeah. The, yeah, the, the one that has a time crunch on it. I thought in my head we'd go buy the other one on the way down anyway. Yeah, but if we, we spend the time to search the other one... True, true. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's go. Cool, so you're all diving down here into the I'm water. I'm going to take some time to take my clothes off. You take some time to take your clothes off. You guys all... <laughs> no, time crunch, Mitch. He's like, got his fucking trousers in a French press. And <laughs> yeah, that's the whole copy thing. What are talking about? French press. A trouser press. <laughs> you guys all sat in a... mud today, Wait man. for PA... <laughs> Wait for Peter to take his clothes off, uh, and as you all dive in, I'm going to need a constitution saving throw from all of you upon hitting the icy water. Natural one. Nice, fun. Five. On, on the way down, I'm going to cast air bubble on myself and make a little bubble of air to cool. drown under the water. Perfect. Six from me. Six from you. Um, did anyone get over a ten, though? I got ten. You got ten? Okay. Uh, that might just cut it. The rest of you are going to take... Uh, nine points of damage each Ooh. as you, your body seizes up in the water uh, you all start to seize up a little bit take the damage from hitting that sort of like ice cold water and then you start to sink down into the blackness um, I'm going to need a perception check just from anyone whoever can roll me the highest nat 20 nat 20 uh, Ro you hit the water and immediately your like floodlights come on <laughs> <laughs> uh, illuminating as you just make out uh, about 30 feet below you as you scan around uh, the edge of that side of the rock hopper slowly sinking down um, are we all powering down after that there yeah, yeah. cool I'm going to say uh, you can all get down there um the only person that needs to breathe here is you, Braxton. Are you? Have you? Did you put a suit on? Yeah, I said before I would wear a spacesuit. Cool, yeah. a spacesuit. Um, you've got that on. You guys are heading down, so it's not an issue. You've casted the, uh, an air bubble around yourself, Sky, as you guys make your way down to the ship. Um, it is 
charred uh, pieces of sharp metal on the edge of it. As you can see, it has been just fully just torn apart. Um, you peer in with the floodlights and you can't see anything uh, at first. Now, this is still moving as you go in. Um, are you all going to start making your way inside of it and like in and amongst the corridors? I would just go in like the first opening I see and yeah. start like frantically looking around. I'm going to maybe try and take some more time as soon as I know I can breathe without... Cool. No problem. I'm holding my breath. I can hold my breath for an hour. You can hold your breath for an hour. Cool. Um, anyone that's going inside can roll me an investigation check. Nine. Nine. Eighteen. Eighteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, She's on fire today. Good. So, Braxton, what did you get there? Sorry. Nine. On a nine, Braxton, um, you sort of frantically go in, you're looking around here, um, you feel the thing, like the weight of it as it's falling down around you um, as you're moving around in here. You don't find Sarah. Um, you do find uh, one of her little bandanas um, sort of snagged on a yeah. bit of metal. Um, who got the highest out of the other three of you? Ro, uh, you're there with your floodlights. You are scanning this place with robotic proficiency. Um, you are looking around here. You're being very efficient, um, scanning every inch of it, uh, and you do not find a single living soul or dead soul. You don't find anyone. Where can I see Braxton? Yeah, you can see Braxton. Braxton's here. There's no sign of her. Well, I guess we uh, we better head up and check the other half of the ship. Yeah, the All quicker right. the better. <laughs> I'm going to um, morph my feet into little flippers. <laughs> <laughs> little flippers, and I'm going to flip-flop my way up to the top. You guys all head to the top, PA. Um, as you get to the top, I'm going to need you to make a stealth uh, roll. Vic. Um, as the rest of you sort of, I'm going to say, Petey probably gets there first with his flipper feet. Uh, as the rest of you start making your way up, it's a sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, I'm going to make a little roll here. Uh, on a sixteen, just as you're coming to the top and like splashing and enjoying it, you remember there's a giant metal bird in the sky that's looking for you. the fuck! And you, you're able to uh, sort of color match the water uh, with your because you've kind of done that before, I believe. You'd I mean, like sucked in a little bit of it and yeah. then took the color of it. Um, as you guys reach the thingy of the water. Um, as you get to the top, you see Mucaset a kick down, uh, like a set of ladders for you to climb sort of back up into the ship. Um, as you're going up, are you going all the way up to climb down the tow rope? Or are you going to try and make a jump across? I think climbing down the tow rope is the safest option. Sure, yeah, yeah. Cool. You guys make up to the top, Sky. You look like you're going to say something. I've got a flying sword, so I'm just going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> you fly up there easily. Um, you're the first there. Um, you can roll me a little perception check as you get up there. Oh, no. I'm going to find out the bad news before everybody else. Oh, no, I'm not. That's a six. <laughs> uh, on a six, you're looking around here. It's really hard to make out if there's anyone inside. A, a big portion of this has sort of collapsed into itself. So it's sort of like rubble and, you know, it looks like it would be hard for all of you to get in there safely unless you went in, like, slowly one at a time. Um, sort of sneaking your way through all this stuff that's collapsed in. Um, you guys all make it back up into the bad bitch and you stand... Uh, at the sort of toe line, uh, ready to slide down it. What is the plan? I'll slide down first, uh, leave it nice and gooey for you guys so that you can slip down a bit faster. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, good time. Gonna slide. Good time. That's the noise it would make. <laughs> uh, as you get down there, uh, as you hit the metal again, Peter, I need another stealth shake from you. 
It's natural one. Jeez Louise. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to roll uh, for... In fact, in case Meadow rolls on that one on the perception, I will roll this for that. Um, and surprise, surprise, Meadow <laughs> does not roll on that one on Fuck. that. Uh, as you slide down the tow line, uh, you hear from the sky, uh, as you look up in here, as you see Meadow dive bombing towards you, uh, the rest of you, I'm going to say, slide down at that point. Sky, you're around there. How do you act? I'm going to try and intimidate Meadow. Okay. Uh, um, just with a stern, uh, put out my finger. No! <laughs> <laughs> no! in your mouth no no about you in about five seconds <laughs> roll me an intimidation check with advantage Ooh. because I like that we all just stand and gawk at Petey is absolutely brazen choice it's a 23 <laughs> I'm going to make a roll here on a 23 Kill. as Meadow swoops down towards you you hold your hand out and you say no she doesn't look to show any signs of stopping as she gets closer and closer. No! Do you waver as she uh, reaches 10 feet of you? No. <laughs> she slows and stops. Her red eyes still staring at you uh, with full intent to kill, but some part of her deep within there still embedded in her, I don't know if you'd call it a subconscious or CPU now, uh, recognises um, your authority in that moment and stops and goes squirm, squirm bad bird uh, looks down and then back at you and then turns and flies back up into the air and disappears amongst oh, wait, the clouds wait, wait. oh shit, you know when you like you, you tell off your dog and then they had the set eyes, I feel bad now yeah, but usually your dog's not trying to eat you. They see you know, something you never know the size of the dog. I had a cousin. Big, massive Alsatian. This thing's slobbery. I'm going by like normal standards, but this dog, whole. As you talk, uh, you hear the ship underneath you begin to creak as oh, the fuck. part of the tow line's in. It seems to like rust and nearly snap and sort of come away. All right, all right, all right. Ro, what I need you to do is hold these bits together if they look like they're going to, you know, act as an extra beam for this ship in a place where we may not have one. Hold the, like, line together from snapping or just... So the bit that the line's attached to on this half of the ship looks like it might just come off. Oh, can I heat up my hands and weld it together? You certainly... I was going to say certainly there. You certainly can, Miss Lorne. Um... You certainly, certainly can. Um, to do that, hmm, uh, you can just roll me, roll me just a strength check, just to, you know, you're powering that from your own body. 16. 16. Uh, you grab the tow line, which is like sort of metallic in nature, um, and you pull it down towards the ship and you start welding that together with your hands as you're holding it. And in her head, the scene from Flashdance is playing. <laughs> uh, you're welding that there with your hands you're on the place that'll take a little while as you're doing it um, I don't know what the rest you want to do and um, what I will say that you do notice when you're doing it is that'll buy you some more time but the whole panel that you're welding it to could come off at any any moment um, rather than just the small bit it's attached to okay pile in can I right. try and cast mending on it 
Uh, you can try and cast mending on it. Um, roll anything. Well, you you can either roll me an arcana or religion. Whether you want to use the power of Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am better at. I'm shy of both. It's a nine. On a nine, uh, you try to cast mending on it. It doesn't really Why seem is religion, to do. intelligence, and not wisdom. I've never understood that. Anyway. I'm not going to comment on that. No, just like uh, clerics are religious, right? So you'd expect it to be. Just like from a mechanical standpoint, you expect mm. it to be the cleric stat, which is wisdom. Get yeah, on maybe, that. maybe. Yeah. D- Wizards of the fucking coast. <laughs> get get on that. Um, you try to cast mending on it. Um, it does a little bit. You see some of the sort of rivets that have came loose, sort of tightening, uh, but it doesn't do anything substantial. Braxton, it doesn't look good. You should go quickly. All right, all right, I'm going in. You start making your way inside Um Lauren, you're welding just now. Sky, are you just like suckling outside? Do you want to go in and have a look? Are you? I'm gonna stay outside for this one. Okay. Sky's losing faith. Okay. I'll take the port side. You take the port side. Um, you take the port side. I'm assuming you'll take the starboard, Braxton. Yep. Cool. Um, you guys both start to make your way inside. Pete, you sneaking and your goo form through as many cracks as possible. Braxton, yeah. you push your way through jagged metal and burnt wood pieces still sort of smouldering and smoking around you um, and as you get inside you see sort of sparks flying from broken control panels and monitors um, roll me a perception check sparks fly by Taylor Swift <laughs> why is everything on this podcast like an advertisement for Taylor Swift at this point uh, it was a 15 a 15 um, you sort of push down and in um, slightly disorientated as the ship hangs like a weird angle obviously it's not quite like straight you're kind of climbing down um, you reach what would have been the back section of the cargo hold and see rather than an open space mm. a room has retroactively been built here um, obviously you like, you're like standing on the door um, as it sort of like creaks and it's a little bit loose Um would you like to make your way inside? Yeah. As you sort of kick that open, um, and it sort of falls beneath you, and you sort of climb down carefully, you see uh, a bloody handprint streaked along the metal on the inside of it. You push in, and you see a fairly sparse area, a small cabin bed, kind of obviously turned up on its side and flipped over a, a set of drawers uh, and a large bookcase that's fallen during the explosion and lying uh, trapped underneath it, face down in a pool of blood, is Sarah. What okay. do you do? Um, I'm going to instantly uh, shout, uh, Sarah, is that you? And, and use that as a healing word. And she's going to gain back um, eight hit points. So she's still alive. I have been making death saving throws this whole time for Sarah. Um, I rolled two. The third one has passed time-wise, but I thought I would leave it for now. To actually just roll it, um, she has to succeed in this one. If I heal her, then that. I'm saying the time has passed, but for dramatic effect for oh, the audience, oh, okay. I'm going to roll it now um, because it's fun. Yeah, real fun. You don't even <laughs> love her anymore. <laughs> but there's still, a, I don't know. It's a complicated. It's watching it. your ex die. It'd be, you've, yeah. you'd, it'd be complicated <laughs> feelings. <laughs> <laughs> No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> I have made my roll and I've hit the dice. Fuck. Braxton, you cast and you see her eyes sort of flicker a little bit. And she sort of pulls herself over onto her side. Would you like to do anything? Um, 
there's bookies still on top of her. Uh, it's sort of, yeah, it's like not full weight on top of her. There's yeah. some like, other stuff that's keeping it. Yeah, I'm going to try and remove the debris from around her. Uh, if you roll me a strength saving throw. Um, that's not a saving throw, so just a strength check. It's a six. I'm scrutiny. A six. You start <laughs> trying to lift that. Um, it doesn't seem to be coming You're loose. Boy, is, it, strong boy. is it like embarrassing or does she find it endearing? Um, I think it's one of those ones. It's like <laughs> <laughs> uh, she would find it endearing. Um, it's like it's like super romantic. You're like yeah. putting all your strength into your strain, and you can't quite get it off. Yeah. Yeah. She um, says, "Ick." <laughs> she's like, "Damn, I wish I was dead." Um, you, as you're doing that, you look and see the stuff that's kind of fallen out of the bookcase as you go to move it. It's sort of framed photos of you and her, um, and sort of mementos of your time together like ticket stubs from you know movies you might have seen or like theatre you might have gone to things like that um, and as she sort of moves and tries to pull herself out you see clutched in her hand uh, a small box uh, a very familiar little box little velvet thing um, the box that her wedding ring had came in she's finally given it back at least you know, that's <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ <laughs> Are you under the impression that if you break up with someone that you're engaged to, they have to give it back? I mean, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Do you say anything? I'm going to try and... She flicks in and out of life. And we try and pick her up. You go to pick her up, and you scoop her out from underneath the bookcase, and it is now that I will reveal that she succeeded on her final death saving throw. I don't care for her yet. Um, she fully I, comes back to consciousness. Like about like boys able. I said to her, um, I don't know whether I don't know whether to let on that I know about all the pictures and shit. Or is that embarrassing for her? I'm gonna say to her, um, you're really stupid enough to come back for that ring. It's not worth that much money. Really stupid enough to come back for me. But I guess I am, and I walk out with her. You carry her out there as you're carrying her. She says, eh, I thought that I wanted this, this life of adventure and I thought I couldn't have it without you. I was wrong. You ever want to kiss your homie like really badly? <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. That was good. I still love you. Oh. I love you too. Oh. And on that, can you roll me a deception check? <laughs> oh. Can I from somewhere give the help action? So is, no. is Braxton incapable of love for totality or is it just specifically um, love for Sarah? It's love for Sarah. So that was an 11 you rolled? But it's a 14. 14. Well, what's worse if she believes it, but she does not. Well, I rolled a, a 6. So she looks at you and she smiles a very genuine smile and puts her hand. Uh, round sort of on the back of your neck and your jawline and then sort of rests again in your arms um, you pull her up uh, out to everyone else as the ship begins to creak and shake Pete you don't find anything in there obviously because Sarah was somewhere else I'm not really looking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sarah you in here I'm picking up booze I'm like I'm stealing things can I do a, a, a investigation check to see if there's valuable yeah you can roll me an investigation check let me just have a wee look so you see if there's anything that I can steal that's going to be a natural one. A natural one, you don't find anything, but you do cut your leg on a piece of metal for three damage. Oh, look at that. Ah! <laughs> Fuck! Um, you make your way back out. The rest of you do. Um, as you 
reach out there, Braxton, with Sarah in hand? Do you say anything to the rest of the crew? I got her. We need to get back onto the bad bitch. Yeah, you got her. <laughs> get back onto the bad bitch. <laughs> um, you guys, do you guys have anything to say? There's a silence that falls you across the crew. Hey, man, the first, I tried to strike up a conversation with this person, and immediately she was rude. Immediately. Out the gate. We saved her life. She was trapped in a, in a sarcophagus. We rescued her, and then she goes, hey, fuck you. And I'm like, uh, I don't like this woman. She broke your heart, Braxton, and I've grown to love you. This guy doesn't really know her. <laughs> <laughs> I know her the most, and I think, like... That you know, not think the least of her as in like as a bad person, but I don't care for her. I think which I think is better. the biggest insult of all. Yeah. <laughs> so, Josh, you can't make a likable NPC. <laughs> <laughs> I like that little rom com bit you did. That's yeah, that was kinda, nice. I like, that was actually, nice. I like her a little bit more now. Thank you. Right, team. I like Braxton uh, a little bit less, honestly. That was uh, that was rough to watch. <laughs> he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> right, Come team. Uh, we've got everybody now. We need to go chase after Mad King Wilhelm because he's going to do some bad stuff. <laughs> I agree. To the bad bitch. You make your way back up the ladder. You're in there and you blast off at full speed into the atmosphere smoke spewing from the back of the ship as each of you is flung back in your seat or against the wall in which you lean uh, the force of gravity 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 battering gravity grabbing you <laughs> the force of gravity <laughs> battering the ship's hull as you finally lurch out into space <laughs> What's the plan? What are you? What are you just chasing them down? Well, like they, you know, they they left on space faring jellyfish. Mm -hmm. So let's track them down. Find uh, the space faring jellyfish. PT is going to look at everyone whilst applying super glue to his various open oozy wounds and be like, "Can we sleep, please?" Yeah, yeah I think everybody. Uh, I'm all fucked up. So you could take the eight hours for a long rest, but risk giving. The Grand Elder, eight hours of a head start. You can't we have someone who's not injured? Hey, Mucasera, why don't you drive the ship uh, for the next eight hours? Yeah. Well, fuck you guys then. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I can try, but I've never piloted a ship of this hey, caliber. Skipper, I know you've only got one fin, but why don't you tell Mucasera how to do it? Yeah, I'll do my best. I can't see word on Skipper. You can't see anything word. Fine. He's got Have your sleep, <laughs> you fuckers. Long rest! <laughs> Fuck you. Um, you guys have a long rest. Um, the thing is, though, I, I, what I mean is it won't take eight hours for you to get there. Um, so oh. you'll be like, do you know what I mean? You could get there quicker than eight hours, um, regardless right. of who's flying the ship. But if you take the eight hours, you are giving yeah, an eight-hour head start. We need the rest that we're yeah. all fucked okay. up. Um, up. Cool. You give the eight-hour head start. Um, you are very, very quickly, um, even before you go to sleep, able to get a lock on the Grand Elder ship, um, switching it into, I was going to say overdrive, but it's more like a, like, like a Sunday drive, sort of like cruise control, uh, as you take the sort of long route there. Put the top down. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you guys get some rest, um, as... You put your head down and you travel. The gravity of the situation set, or the gravity of the situation <laughs> sets in, and you realise that the odds are heavily stacked against you. Uh, this could be the last mission, the final ride. 
Uh, is there anything you would like to say to each other going into this as you, you know, sleep, come out of sleep? Hey, guys. I, uh... I know we're all trying to nap. Um, you know, I just... I don't want to be that guy at the sleepover that's like, hey, can we talk about this? I don't want to be that guy. But I just want to say... It's been a journey. What, how, many, how long have we been together now? What, months at this point. Months, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while, you know. And uh, To think where I came from to where I am now, it's nice, you know, it's nice. And uh, Braxton? Mm. Sorry, uh, I'm going to look around. There's uh, Sarah nearby. I'll make a roll. Uh, she is not. Sorry, you don't love your wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. You know, it's a fucked up thing to happen to someone. But you know what? Just lie for a little while longer. Maybe it'll come back. I don't know. Fake it till you make it, baby. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... Anyway, that's a bit of a downer. Guys, <laughs> It's uh, it's been really fun, you know? And uh, if we get discombobulated and all fucked up in this fight, then I just want to say it's been a hell of a ride. I, uh... You know, I never, I, I haven't had this much fun in years since my younger years running drugs. You know, this is, this is good. It's a good time. So thank you all. And uh, I'd like to play myself out with a jaunty little tune, um, uh, on my accordion. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy. And Pete's just gonna play his accordion for a little bit. You play your accordion for a little bit. Does anyone else have anything they would like to add? Don't feel pressured. Cool. <laughs> nice. A solemn silence fills the cabin once more. So not to the group, but later on at another point when everybody's perhaps resting, um, Sky's going to try and find a moment to find Ro alone. Cool. And just sort of say hello and be like, hey, Ro, what's up? Are you? Do you need to sleep? I don't. Well, actually, no, we've been uh, together for like a year now. But I actually know that. But do you sleep? Or You've you been d- sleeping on my sleep. <laughs> um, you yeah, you can like stand by mode, but you don't I'm have charging. to. Hey, bro, can I wake you up from standby for a minute? Sure. You have like mega wicked memory of like everything you've ever done, right? It's less memory and more technology. But you like can recall it at will. Yeah. Sick. Can you perhaps run something and search your memory banks for a particular situation that I may or may not be able to describe to you? <laughs> what would that be? And I start relaying to Ro um, what I saw in my awakened memory of Sky's dad being killed. So you have uh, a wee dig through there, Ro. If you could draw me a history check, please, with advantage. 16. On a 16, you dig through that, you can't find actual footage of what you'd seen or anything like that in our memory bank. But what you do find is like a conversation between Roe and Braxton that seems to be around the time um, that, that that would have happened. Um, you know, that, that maybe describes um, in some detail what, what was going down. And it plays as follows. Um, you have a dig through there and you're not able to find any specific footage of the events in question that you had seen or any sort of like saved memory files of that but you do find um, some sort of mission criteria that have been saved in the logs um, that seems to describe something similar Um, Roe and Braxton 
uh, had followed up on a bounty um, at a facility that was training blade-singing assassins for their cardamoid family um, that was run by uh, or facilitated by uh, a man named uh, Timothy Skyway. Um, this guy's just going like, to take all that in. This role kind of like really is it. Is, is is there anything in this that would make it less bad? You know, like that. <laughs> 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 uh, is there nothing in this that we could be like, oh, your well, dad was terrible, Sky? Yeah, yeah, he's training assassins, and also we didn't know that it was Sky's dad. Sky's never told us his full name. I will yeah. say in case uh, the Cardamoid family is Pete's family as well of crime yeah, bosses. No, it's, it's all linked. Sky's <laughs> gonna just take that and just kind of go, Timothy, Timothy. Um, were you there, Ro, when this all kind of happened? Sky, I really am sorry. I have done a lot of bad things in my life, and a lot of bad things have happened to me. And I think me and Braxton similarly think if we did the most for the absolute good, only good could come from it. But I am learning, as I have known you, that this is not always so simple. I know it is no consolation, but people like you have shown me that good and bad has more nuance. I'll hug him, actually. (laughs) You hug him. Um, Is there anything else you would like to add to that, Sky? Uh, Sky just thanks Ro and asks her not to talk to Braxton about this yet. And I go and fucking tell him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just keep that to you between yourselves. Um, the hours tumble past, uh, along with many distant stars, fields of asteroids and lonely planets and their lonely people. You then pass some very familiar wreckage. The ship that you had all began your journey on... Uh, And it's wake, your destination. The space between spaces where the Grand Elder had said he was going, uh, the edge of the river, the space between where the known is and where you are, the tumultuous barrier of astral storm, lightning and rock that marks your entrance point home. Writhing in the masses as you start to make your way through this place tentacles more than you have ever seen other than Niall and his hentai collection <laughs> you, can't, you can't resist guys. I can't say <laughs> tentacles the minute, the minute I heard you say tentacles I was like there's, there's something coming without having to victimise Niall there we go that's good that's good um each tentacle larger and <laughs> keep going. Uh, now, when as soon as I heard the word tentacles, I, said, I knew there was something coming, and I went, "Ah, you." Oh. <laughs> there you go. For those that didn't get it at home, I, I just couldn't hear. We should explain every joke like that. Yeah, it's really it makes it funnier. It's a live replay here on Tartan Tabletop. <laughs> Highlight <laughs> real match analysis. <laughs> that was a great joke by Mr. Bart over there. Yeah. Um, each tentacle larger and thicker than your ship. You can stop breathing, it's heavy now. <laughs> Tangled and flowing for miles in each direction, 
one hit from these would break your ship into pieces. Now it's a party. Hey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> in the centre of this mess, something ancient and vast. Josh Aitken hat. <laughs> We're getting very silly, aren't we? <laughs> We're getting very silly here. You started it. I did, I did start this. Um, something uh, ancient and vast, uh, about two miles high and four miles wide. A dark, oval shape. A shape that the tentacles themselves seem to sort of spread from in all directions, um, floating in the distance between you and the strange shape, a jellyfish. The grand elders, um, Braxton. I'm going to ask you to roll me a perception check with advantage as you look at your scope. Is only going to be a thirteen. On a thirteen, um, you sort of pull your scope up to look at the jellyfish um, out of range to shoot but within range of visibility um, you can just make out what looks to be the Grand Elder Pike um, you see a group of it uh, looks like shapes, bodies lying around them uh, as he holds up a glowing artefact um, towards the oval Is it the orb that we had? I would assumedly, yeah, yeah. Um, as it glows, the large and dark oval shape begins to shift and move, and only as it peels apart do you recognise it as a vast and inky, all-seeing eye. Your ship currently stands about 20 miles from the Grand Elder's platform. What do you do? Oh, I'll relay all that information to everyone. All right. Well, then. What's our plan of attack? I suggest uh, Braxton... Put you at the front, All main right. gunner. We just fucking ram the jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That actually sounds like a this good idea to me. Idea, BD, you uh, sure. Listen, you throw enough shit against the wall, you're bound to get some sweet corn, all right? It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a direct Josh Aiken quote, ladies Ah, uh, yes, that is a direct quote from me. <laughs> <laughs> Great line. Yeah, um, I mean, the jellyfish just can't be that tough, and this is like a full-on spaceship. Yeah. yeah. Are we flying by? Um, what height are they at? Um, compared to you, but you're like far enough away that you could adjust. They're sort of like at heights with you. I would love to like fly past and yoink it out of his hand, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you could certainly try to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoink. yoink. Get a bash. Are we, Does anybody have any yoinking capabilities? Um, do we still have the uh, the other end of the ship attached to the back of us? Do you want to still because have if that? We did. If we did have it, I would say probably not. It's probably broken apart. Yeah, Peter, you could go it, yoink it. I am very good at yoinking I have with a spell my goal. Ensnaring strike. Mm-hmm. It's previously we've flavoured that as it's like a web that I shoot from my gun. Could I web? You could do that. And um, what I'll say is, as you're looking in here around, sort of him and where he is, is like a jungle of like these skyscraper-sized tentacles um, that twist and writhe all around. Uh, flying there directly, you would have to like weave and dodge your way through all of that um, just as yourselves like could you, you know, as a sole target flying in there you would have to weave through all that mm. what about if we went in individually if we were physically smaller targets with jetpacks or with even with a an escape pod or something something that was smaller that may be able to get through the bigger gaps of the tentacles easier guys yeah. I'm not sure I think that this might be a bit much for us to handle by ourselves. I turn to row, I'm assuming. I say I think we're going to need a particularly big red button. 
that may or may not call upon a robotic army from London. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah, those guys. <laughs> oh yeah. And I hit it. Yeah. <laughs> you, bang! Press the button and are deafened by the silence in the room. But then, what sounds like a loud sort of like pop, like followed by a thunderous uh, behind the ship zooming in with vibrant streams of light thousands of little tugboats all dragging one large and looming rock uh, the entire planet of Robot London (laughs) (laughs) one of the tugboats pulls up alongside you guys and you hear over your comms hello 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 we fighting tentacles in that hello 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 this is Braxton Belfire the bad bitch and we're fighting Wilhelm or Pike or whatever the fuck this fish cunt's name is. Hey, uh, you guys, see the tentacles? They try to run uh, interference for us. You see that, uh, the jellyfish? You see that big thing in there? It looks like a big version of me except, like, blown up like a bubble. I do, I do. Yeah, you see that guy there? We didn't kill that guy. We didn't kill him. Robot London will do whatever's required for Queen Motherboard and these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as we do that, they're... You start zooming forward, and uh, I'm going to take a wee pause because I'm bursting for a piss right now. <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen, we are back after all together going for a group piss. There's a really big toilet at this recording studio. We all stand round it and hold hands. That's what we do. We sing Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robot London, they all fly in, ready to help. They are straight to it as soon as you give them the order. Um, are we going? Are you piling in, or do you have any last-minute planning to do? before you uh, tell them to attack. It's just tunnels of fish and then the big fish in the middle. Uh, there's actually no fish, it seems. It's, it's just all tentacle. Oh, and jellyfishes, no? Yeah, uh, there's one jellyfish there, it seems. From what Braxton had seen, uh, it looks like he's maybe killed all of his other people. Yeah, yeah. He uh, probably sucked the life into the big ball in his hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's going to... Get the strength get of a thousand jellyfish. The strength of a thousand <laughs> jellyfish. I'll kill a thousand jellyfish, private this company. <laughs> um, yep, so what is the plan? What are you planning to do here? Are you doing the thing you're going to yoink it? Are you going to just crash straight into him? Would you guys like to yoink? It would be cool Ooh. if Robot London was like getting them and then we could do a yoink. Robot London's the distraction. Yes, we, uh, we said Robot London like to the right of of our position to distract the tentacles from uh, the fishy man and then we go we gun it for the fishy man and um, we yoink it go for a little yoink Beatty uh, see for a yoinking you want me to yoink? I've got a plan where do you want me to yoink? I'm going to stuff you in the barrel of my gun fire my ensnaring strike you stick to him you're inside the net of the ensnaring strike now reel you back in. How big's your gun barrel? Big enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could fit in that, baby. Petey, I've seen you do all sorts of crazy things to your body. One last time, Petey. Make a constitution saving throw <laughs> and see if you can do this. Uh, make a, you can make a dexterity check to see if you fit well, that's in. That's better for you, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to drop all my bones... I'm going to uh, fold my suit. <laughs> I'm going to just all my various things that I have gathered with me in my time. 
And I'm going to roll uh, dexterity, did you say? Yeah, as you're rolling that and as you're sort of sliding your way in there. Can someone help me? <laughs> uh, give the help, help action. Help me. Um, <laughs> puts, Mikaseta puts a, a hand on your shoulders. You're sort of struggling, trying to work out what you get there. And she says, uh, Mia Fratelli, you got this. You got it. And then she grabs you by the back of the head and starts to jam you in. Thanks. <laughs> if you could roll with advantage on that. Did you just roll two nat ones on that? Just two nat ones. Uh, <laughs> what are the chances? You try to jam Peter in the gun, he does not fit into this. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm out. Cannon! Stuff me in the cannon. Oh, yeah, that's much easier. Yeah, why the fuck did we think of that? I like this gun. All right, okay. <laughs> stuff him into the cannon, I guess. Uh, you can stuff him in the cannon. I want uh, to make I'm roll. going to uh, grab some uh, like crates, wooden crates to create. A more efficient logging. Um, does the cannon get? Would that get your ensnaring strike? Can you put that on any weapon? Yeah, I mean, like, so it's only on my gun because that's no, that's just what you. That's just the flavor. Yeah, I could just, cool. I could just fucking. Yeah, yeah, you can you can abuse it with the power of Christ, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll take my. <laughs> well, um, I don't want to get in a holy I'll gun. I'll take my my crosshair crucifix off my neck, uh, off my chain, and put it on the cannon. I'll load in an ensnaring strike bullet with PE wrapped around it. And aim it at Grand Elder Pike. Cool. Uh, as you guys are ready, um, so we're, we're going full charge and assault. You guys are going to try and... Are you like sort of looping round them to shoot Pete in? Or are you just trying to get close enough within range to shoot him in? Just close enough within range, I think. Close enough within hey, range. Yeah, uh, guys, um, my head is going to kind of like poke out and the rest of my body's in. What the fuck's the plan when I get there? How do I get back? Oh no, that's the the ensnaring strike. It's like a net. I pull. Oh, you. I'll pull you back in. You're gonna you're, you're gonna pull me. Yeah. Okay, well, let's boogie. You guys all get into position, and <laughs> the engines flare up. Uh, Robot London springs into action as the ship zooms through the many tentacles, <laughs> explosions, and laser beams flying all around as you dodge in and out. Um, who is piloting? Uh, Ro. Row, row, if you could make me an intelligence check with advantage. Row, row, row that boat. <laughs> Gently down the river. No. 18. On an 18, uh, the ship is not going to take any damage from these tentacles Ooh. as you expertly pilot <laughs> in and out here, um, like fucking corkscrewing, like round explosions and like little fucking uh, robot fisherman trawlers blowing up around you and stuff, and you're like moving out of the way of them. Sky shouting up from the deck, like, Slay Queen! Amazing. Um, <laughs> I ignore him. I hear it. I ignore it. Um, Poor boy. You approach the Grand Elder Pike's platform, huttling at full speed, um, and you reach the range necessary to make that shot. Do you roll to hit on this? I will, and because I've clipped in my crosshair mm-hmm. holy symbol, I'm going to get um, my power of Christ plus 10. Okay. Like this. Um, <laughs> when Jesus wants to shoot you, he can do this. So I rolled a five, but with the plus ten and my general to hit bonus, that's a twenty-five to hit. Jesus, that's crazy, bro. Um, war clerics are so underrated. You should all play them. My character is a war cleric mixed multi-class with a gloomstalker ranger. It's a really strong build, and I recommend it. Boom. It's the so min max. Really powerful. The what? Power of Christ. Exactly. The min max is at the table. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you line the shot up, fire PT from the cannon. PT flies 
through the cosmos. Um, what are you thinking about right now? It's a very like split second kind of thing, but you know that way when like you're falling and it's right before you hit the ground, it feels like it lasts for like a solid minute. Mm. That one like if you're falling from like, a, a great height, he's just kind of like he's taking in how far he's come, and the man in me by Bob Dylan plays. Yeah. <laughs> what I will say is, is this does take. <laughs> Longer than it. you're in space, okay. so there's no grat. You, you are moving slightly like on a trajectory to hit, sort of okay. thing, but like <laughs> you're not moving fast. So he has that thought, thinking that any second he's going to get there, and then he braces himself and he opens his eye, and he's still not there. <laughs> so, fuck. Ah, oh, shit. Start reading um, a book. <laughs> um, shit, I, I, I can't play my accordion, I left it back in the ship. Uh, I could hum a tune. That's an important, uh, actually, bit there. Have you left your accordion in the I ship? Would, I would have had to. Cool. Your I accordion is in the ship. Put the accordion in the can. Because <laughs> I, if I, I, can't, I, I can't have brought any stuff with yep. me. Um, as you get closer to it, PT, and uh, you know he's not really turned to face you yet, you're still on track to hit fine, um, you see him, the Grand Elder Pike, his robes dropped to the floor, fish ass on full display. Um, Fuck. Artifact, <laughs> glowing... Placed firmly upon his driftwood crown, not in his hands, he is rising into the air on the jellyfish as the light glowing from the tentacle god sort of eye that's before it seems to merge with the glow from his own device, his own sort of artifact on the crown, uh, growing to an almost blinding glare. And as you go to hit the Apiti on a 25, he turns to face you just at the point of no return, his scaled body glowing like a rainbow trout under a floodlight. <laughs> his eyes white and glazed, the crown welded and burnt against his scalp. And as you pierce the jellyfish's outer skin, outer wall, and hit full speed as you enter, you swear for a second that you see a smile on his face the 25 does hit I'm going to make a strength saving throw for him here to see if it ensnares him what's your DC? my DC is 16 so he has a plus 10 to this at this point he says he needs to roll uh, a 5 or lower uh, for you to succeed he rolled a 16 so it's still, I assume, going to do some damage. Yeah, um, yeah, it will do some damage. So, Pete, as you hurtle towards him, Braxton, if you could roll me some damage on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes nine points of damage. Takes nine points of damage. You're hurtling towards him, Pete. You do not have your spellcasting focus. You don't have anything on you. Uh, and as you get closer, you realise he's fully ready for you arriving. Um, and the thought does end in your head that this plan is not going to work you approach him as he raises his hand and plucks you out of the air and you see he takes a sort of like nudge back from the force but doesn't look all too bothered from that can I try and yank Petey back on the rope you can roll me a strength check to yank him back let's roll nearby can she help Uh, roll you can help yeah like when people pull the rope in like cartoons and you're like or behind each other for my friend my enemy, the other side of my coin, for PE, I rolled a natural 20. Oh, yeah. 
Fuck yes. Uh, you roll the nat 20, the PE as you're in his hand, he looks at you, hand around your neck essentially, um, and Braxton on that nat 20 as you go to pull him back. You look at him, um, he is no longer, you know, fish, man, he's like, you know, ascended beyond that point. Um, he looks you dead in the eye and he says, the gods may claim to hold the threads of destiny, but in this dark realm, this lonely cosmos, I am the weaver of your fate. And you are yanked back away from him through the jellyfish and go hurtling back towards the ship. Go fuck yourself! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say you guys are able to pull Petey back in. Could it's I, now he stares at you. What would you just like to do? Could I give, would I be able to have time to just give him a quick slap? You can roll a hit. Just, just a quick slap. <laughs> what do I add to that? Uh, <laughs> you are strength or dexterity. It's a thirteen. Does not hit. Uh, as you go to slap him, and you like you just whiff past his nose. You motherfuckers! Are. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you start making your way back, um, what would you like to do? Um, do I like you're pulling me? Mm. So I'm assuming I come hurtling towards you, Braxton. Do you catch me? I'll catch you. Catch me. Yeah. You catch him, you land in his arms. I wrap around him a couple of times when, with the force. Like a throat twister, but I wind <laughs> up. Are you okay? You, you, you get hurt? No, he, uh, he choked me. He didn't even buy me dinner first and he choked me. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. I know, right? Did you um, get the orb? Do I look like I got the fucking orb? He, he, he grabbed me by the neck, kid. He, this guy's strong. He's a mighty strong guy. So we you? try again. Who is piloting the ship right now? Are you still piloting that rope? Yeah. Um, you feel the pull of the ship and you feel um, what was your own traction slip away from you as you feel it just coming slower and slower towards and closer towards uh, the jellyfish uh, out with your own control. Oh, guys. <laughs> You're going to want to see this. <laughs> hey, uh, robot landers. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. You cold? <laughs> How you doing? Um, We're all dying out here. Oh, fuck. Um, do you have any, you got any spare guys that could come over and give us a hand and get us a spare tug? Both come give us a tug. Uh, he takes a second. He says, I suppose we could spare the pie and mash squadron to come across. No. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no pie and mash squadron. Well, I move my... <laughs> the pie and mash... It's really hard to see with them. The Pie and Mash Squadron. The Pie and Mash Squadron. They'll mash up the enemy and turn him into pie. Are they mashing it? <laughs> He's mashing it. <laughs> Something like that. All right. Um, I need you guys to grapple us so that we can uh, resist the pull of the jellyfish. Cool. This is a. Uh, Righto, righto. Um, as you see, like a little kind of like fighter squadron almost of these little things, um, and you can see like inside yeah, it, there's, like, there's like little, there's like little <laughs> dinner ladies, like robots inside, like serving Aww. pie and mash and shit. Um, and, but they like start circling around you and start like hooking in, um, and they're gonna start trying to pull back. I'm gonna make some rolls for them. Um, Has anyone good. seen the horror Temu movie? No, no. Bunch of fucking <laughs> boomers. I do a good. Um, I've not seen the movie, but in the cartoon, I do a good impression of Henry calling Peter a worm. I do a good Peter impression. Oh, well, let's do it. Okay, okay. okay. Are you going to be Peter first? You do. You do something horrible. Um, uh, well, I've only got one. I can think of say two words in the Henry voice. It's quiet worm. 
Henry, stop it! Quite warm. Mum! <laughs> that was fucking. That was, that was so good. That was, good. That was crazy. Um, but there's a dinner lady in the Horror Terror movie, and there's a really. Everyone, there's a reason for everyone, this. Everyone, look it up. It's Joe Joe Brand. Yeah, yeah. 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 Joe Brand, oh. and she's in like a liminal space, and she has. <laughs> So my sense of humour—it's like she's in like a liminal space with like a lunch tray, <laughs> a lunch tray, <laughs> and she comes down. She's like, it's like a blank white room. She's coming from far away, and her voice gets louder. She goes, "Stew, stew, stew." <laughs> that's just how I'm imagining it. <laughs> I wonder what the anyway, while, is while Rose chuckling away to herself <laughs> in the cockpit, we're all gonna die. Um, like stew, stew. <laughs> you hear the you hear the, the the splutter of the engines of the trawlers as I made some rolls there. Uh, and although they try at the full might to pull you back, they don't seem to be able to change the course of the ship. Um, does anyone want to take any last action, guys? We're gonna have to just get stuck in. We need to get that orb off. Remember, remember when we fought the fear monster and we just shot it a bunch of times? Just <laughs> yeah. do that. I times? wasn't there actually. Uh, you were away being sucked off by Grand Elder Pike. <laughs> he, was, he was being nice to me. I didn't know he was evil. Um, so what is the plan here? All right, Um, I say we continue to resist. We resist. And then all of a sudden, we full force. You know when, like, uh, you're playing tug-of-war? Well, like, your brother used to... Muxeta, remember when we used to play tug-of-war with our goo? And you'd be tugging us back and forth. <laughs> and then suddenly, I'd let go of my goo, and you'd go flying backwards. Yeah, I remember. I used to fucking hate it. <laughs> it was funny, though. It was funny as fuck. But um, I suggest we do the same thing. We we resist. We resist the pike. And then we go fly in his... F- and then, like, we go bang! And we go fast. We go fast. And then Braxton... You're right, with the fear monster, we shot fuck out it. Yeah. We try and just ram it. We ram it. When in doubt, ram it out. That's all I'm going to say. And in the chaos, we jump in and we kill them all. Yeah. Let's do it. PT, you've merged with a lot of things... In our time together, I have. How yeah. would you like to merge with the concept of light itself? And I'm yeah. going to cast greater invisibility on you. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh. You're, you're fully invisible, and you can make attacks and still stay invisible. I can't even perceive myself. <laughs> I can't even perceive myself. <laughs> Wait. Everyone, get in the PD dome. Oh, but what's the point if you're invisible? Exactly. If you're inside me, no one can see you. No, we would still be no, seen. No, but they just look <laughs> through you and see us. I'm like glaze. <laughs> um, and on that, <laughs> um, so the plan is to, to ram him, essentially. Thank you, Sky. Yeah. To ram him. The tentacles were ramming oil. Uh, it's the jellyfish, the jellyfish, the Grand Elder on it. There's sort of an amongst this nest of tentacles. Um, cool. Whoever is piloting the ship... Um, roll that'd be you. I need one final intelligence check, Braxton. You can give advantage if you jump in the co-pilot seat. Oh yeah, definitely. Fourteen. Fourteen. As you can, I give Roll guidance. You can give Roll guidance. Yeah. I put my hand on Roll's shoulder and say, um, "You know, one day, uh, well, you're already older than me, so, but you know, you're you you're inorganic, and you're probably gonna outlive me, and you're probably gonna have to ride this ship all yourself one day. So, start pricing now." Dad, I want to be a dancer. <laughs> Before we go into this as well, I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Sky as a thank you for uh, imbuing me with the power of glass. Cool. You do that. So you got a one on that there, Ro. Yeah. So that brings us to a 15, I believe. So on that 15, you guys all look at each other one final time and you 
kick the ship into overdrive as you ram towards the Grand Elder. And he does for a second, as you see, look shocked. He did not expect that at all. Um, this kind of show of, like, fucking gutsva, so they would say. Um, on a 15, though, he looks at you as you come closer and with an apathetic flick of the wrist, a sickening fork of cracked and vile black and inky magic shoots from his fingertips. The cockpit around you bursts into flames as you come careening towards this jellyfish and I need everybody to make me a... Hmm, let's call it a strength Wait, saving throw. cutting words. Is he within 60 feet of us at this point? Yes. Uh, I'm going to use cutting words and he has to re-roll that check. I'm going to say... Hey, listen, not only do you look like a fish, but you smell like one, too. Yeah. You stink. You're smelling. When you grab my, my neck, still smells. I may be invisible, but I smell all fishy now, motherfucker. And not in a good way, in a gamey way. You know what I mean? Knowing you got, like, heron and it's too, you know. <laughs> so the way this works, does it, if it rolls and it takes the lower, does it dis- impose disadvantage? What oh, the? No. I uh, I roll a d6 and I use that number and subtract. Oh, this is a big fucking move then. Uh, you need to get two or higher. Three. Oh! Oh! He gears up to like, shoot this lightning bolt at you guys. Um, oh my god, what did I do now? <laughs> as you guys huddle towards him, uh, as you say that, he you hurt his pride. He's like, well, I don't think I, I didn't think I smelled. That bad as you bang smash in him with the ship. <laughs> um, he comes careening through the, the the glass, the front glass of the ship, the the windshield, I suppose, of the ship, uh, and tumbles in a bloody mess along the floor. Um, as the whale on him, <laughs> <laughs> as the shuttles start, like the, you know, the, the kind of like I don't know, storm shuttles, you know, the emergency ones. If you get cracked yeah. in the windshield, they'll come across as you pull up and fly back. Um, as he lies there, we're all just going to beat him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to jump out. And shoot him. Fucking just I'm going to shoot him. I, I'm already hiding. Everyone I'm can invisible. have, can roll me one attack and just tell me the damage. <laughs> one attack or one turn? Um, One one turn. Oh, because I get three attacks in a turn. You can do turn. your three attacks. If everyone gets multiple attacks in a turn, they can do What's that. What's his AC? Uh, his AC is 20. Um, oh. And as you're sort of all gearing up to attack him and you make your rolls, uh, you hear a thunderous roar from the large god outside, the sound sort of thick and alive as fills the space around you. Um, and as he looks up trembling from the ground, fully aware of uh, what's about to happen, he says, uh, do you think that she trembles at the sight of me? Or does she weep for the pawns sent to challenge her own creation? You don't have much time to ask these questions anymore, and I fire three shots into his head and do 38 points of damage. Bang, bang, I bang. Do 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage, that's 40, uh, 58. Total. Um, I'm stamping his head in. <laughs> 22 strength I wrote. Is that okay? 22, that'll do me. So that's uh, 70 points. Uh, no, 80 points of damage so far. Sky would like to make a fight for the orb. You would make like to jump for the crown on his head with the orb in it, yeah? Oh, the orb's in the crown. Yeah, it's in the crown. Oh, but the crown's fused to a skull. Oh, this is not going to go well, but yeah, I'm going to make a, a go for the crown. Uh, roll me... An arcana check as you grab it. Oh, I'm good at arcana. I you are good strength. at arcana. No, 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 no. That's a 26. On a 26. You wrap your hands around this crown on the kind of points of the crown 
something funny? <laughs> I, I've placed my little bit of chocolate and I'm waiting for a good point to eat it. Eat the chocolate. Eat the chocolate. Nice and slow. Is that good? Do you like that? I did 48 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve a treat. Sky, you grab the crown and aside from all this like insane amount of damage that's getting done to him, all your, all your crewmates wailing on him, um, this is the first thing that he looks to move to sort of stop as he reaches up and also grabs the crown and sort of like tries to bat your hands away. But you, you've got like 20 fucking... 26. 26. On a 26, you are pulling this and you feel power surging through your hands. And what I'm going to say is you can gain a plus two to any ability of your choice uh, as you start to withdraw some of the power from this crown. However, as you do it, you cannot get the crown off of his head. Yank. The power surges and pushes you back. He... Looks up from the floor, bleeding out, uh, grinning as blood pours from you know the multiple bullet holes in his head, the boot prints, everything like that. As the light and the life flickers from him, he looks at you all with another shit-faced grin and says, uh, Thank you. Thank you. And as his eyes close, um, you see light beginning to emanate from all of his many wounds as his form starts to dematerialise before you, becoming one with the glow from the crown as it becomes brighter and brighter. Um, you see from what little window that's left at the front of the ship, uh, the monstrous eye rolls back into itself, a void of stars and matter and tilting colours like a great kaleidoscope of all that is and all that will ever be moving around you and pouring out from it as the light gets brighter and brighter and more intense. You feel everything around you shift and move as one by one you're drawn into this mess, spinning and falling over and over and over again. The light overtakes you all as everything goes white. Sky, your eyes shoot open a slight pang of nausea in your stomach as the many colours fade and the many sort of glass shards of moving light before you piece together and plant you right back in that room that Grand Elder Pike had shown you before, the one from all those years ago. There are no sounds of combat or screaming around you this time, just muffled breathing as in front of you Braxton sits tied to a chair with a gag in his mouth and you slowly come back to consciousness. Braxton, what would you like to do? What the fuck yeah. is going on? What happened? I'd like go over to un, un, unhook Braxton's gag. I don't know. Ungag Braxton. Hey, son. What's going on? Don't call me son. And I look around and see if figure out what's going on. Uh, roll me a little investigation check. Oh, 24. On a 24, as you're looking around here, things are like the same as they had been, but like different. Um, the, uh, things are like in the wrong order almost, like they've been moved. Like a window's in the wrong place. Um, the door that was behind you isn't there. There doesn't seem to be a door to this room at all. Um, it's, everything apart from that looks very real, so it's very hard to tell if this is you know, this is like fabricated magically, if this is some sort of alternate reality or you're in a dream or whatever, it's hard to, to, to tell on that. 
but it seems to be the place from the dream. Is, yeah, you recognise it as that, most definitely. Um, I will attempt to untie Braxton. You untie Braxton, it comes away as normally as it would. So yeah, you guys have, uh, are in here, obviously, as I said, this is, um, you know, uh, it is the same place as you'd asked. Braxton, do you remember how we got here? I have no idea. Uh, uh, last thing I remember, we were out in space, and I don't know where we are. Yeah, same. You don't recognise this place at all? I mean, uh, maybe... Uh, um, you don't remember? you never been here before? I mean, I might have been, never been here before. Let's just get out of here. And I just turn, leave Braxton where he is. Do you say anything, Braxton? Do you think he would remember this? Roman has to check. He does a lot of jobs. He's kind of old, and this was like 20 years ago. It's like, it's a five for history. Um, You recognise the building ever so slightly. In terms of just that job on its own, I would say that you probably haven't pieced it together that that's who that was or has anything to do with Sky. Um, But you vaguely, this is just like an old sort of like abandoned sort of building. Right. Uh, has he untied me? Yes. Right. I'll follow him and I'll say, no, I do remember this place. I, I did a job here years and years ago. I don't remember. Timothy Skyway? That you do remember. Yeah, that was, it was Timothy Skyway was the, the hit. Timothy. Timothy. I didn't even remember his name. Who's Timothy Skyway to you? I think he was my dad. Okay. You killed him, right? Yes, I did. Right. I get it. I know why you did it. I, 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 it's all coming to me. I just, I didn't even remember. I didn't know. I, I mean, I knew I must have had parents, but I didn't, I couldn't remember any. I just never even thought of it. It wasn't a thing, but I remember now. And I remember, and I was there, and you killed my dad. You might not want to hear this, but your father wasn't a particularly nice man, Sky. Yeah, I heard. There was a bounty on his head. He was wanted dead. He was doing... It's not very nice training, and he was doing it for the Academoid family, Petey's family, which... I did kill him. I'm sorry I killed him, but I do not regret killing him. We should find a way out of here. If he'd been alive, you wouldn't have turned out half the man you turned out to be. I don't think you get to make that decision. That's fair. And as you say that, um, you hear like a ping, like a ding, um, and the wall, sort of where the door had been, you see a sort of crack of light appearing in it as it parts a little, uh, like elevator doors. um, And you just see a little... A small, sort of like elevator cabin, I suppose. Um, the light on it signifies that it's going down. Do you get in? Yeah, well, I don't see another way to go. Yeah, yeah. Into the death trap box. As you enter, the door slams shut. The carriage begins racing downward with little to no control before stopping abruptly with a bone shattering thud and both of you are going to take five points of damage 
as you sort of thud to the ground, as ding, the doors open. You see before you a quaint little room of pastel colours, uh, cream wallpaper, a small wooden chair with a fleeced lined blanket thrown over it and a shelf of books, dusty and old. A small fireplace, electric, not real. A double bed sits at the far end of the room and sitting upon it, Roe, whose power boots up as the door opens. What would you like to do? Where are we at? Well, me and Sky were uh, were upstairs and we were um, in a place from both of our shared history and is this, I don't recognise this, but I've not killed anyone here, have Do I? you remember anything after the ship? Am I in the, the room where I was a brick? You are in the room uh, where you were first uh, invented. God, yeah. Yeah. Can I see, is it, there's empty, there's nobody here? Uh, currently there is no one here. Let me just try something. Mike, Mike. You roll a mic check, one, yeah. two. <laughs> hey. Mic check, one, two, three. Ha, 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 ha. Are you a for the mic, the old man that made you? Yeah, I mean, if you guys were somewhere you had been before, maybe in this, uh, uh, maybe I'm unclear. This is the present? Oh, wait, we've You done. guys don't know. <laughs> you guys don't, yeah, you I guys don't know. thought maybe we had been in like some sort of vision of the past, and I could maybe see him one last time. That's my thoughts. As you feel that in your CPU, which something which shouldn't be possible, but you do feel it and it's very real, materialising in the small wooden chair from shards of glassy light twisting and flowing within each other. An old man with grey hair, round Coke bottle glasses and a slightly sort of like chubby build uh, is Mike. Queen! <laughs> says, Rowan, it's good to see you again. Are these your friends? Yeah, this is my friend Sky, and this is my friend Braxton. Can they stay for dinner? <laughs> yeah, you guys can see him. You can see him. I'm screaming at a chair. He says, it's lovely to meet the, the both of you. I'm going to shake his hand. He shakes your hand, and it, you, you touch it, but it also doesn't feel entirely there. Right. It feels like some, some sort of space between being there. Micah, you did a, a fine job creating Rowan here, and uh, you should be very proud of yourself. Look what I can do now, and I do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan is my my proudest proudest achievement, my proudest moment. Oh, it's, it's, it's strange. I was having the most wonderful dream, and he's, as he says that, he looks across to the little photo that you'd seen before on the shelf with him and his wife, and he says, uh, how are you, Rowan? No, really, how are you? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so much has happened. Um, I don't know how you are here, but I'm good. I'm, I'm so good. You. <laughs> I don't know how she can... Uh, there's so much that she can't really say. And also, I don't know if he's real. I'm going to make a little perception check for him. Or an insight check. Ooh. He says, um, I know there's a lot you don't want to tell me, Rowan. And 
That's okay. But I can see a lot of, I don't know, anger in your eyes, violence maybe. I don't know. You have to let it go. You know, don't let don't let the the, the bad things that, that happened, you know, that happened define who you are. It's like I always say, life becomes a little easier when you learn to accept an apology you never got. And he puts his hand on your shoulder and for the first time ever in your existence. You can place your hand on his. The elevator dings again and opens. Is there anything you would like to say? Do we have to go? Can't you come with us? (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know if that's in the cards, Rowan. But I, I want you to know that wherever you are or wherever you go, you're never, you're never alone. I'm always there with you. And as he says that, he begins to fade away to nothing again. What would you like to do? Sky takes the first steps back and just heads towards the elevator. You head towards the elevator? I put my arm around Ro and walk towards it with her. I'm sad, but I'll go. You guys make your way to the elevator, right? And that again, as it starts to make its way down, and this time a lot slower and more stable. Ding. The door opens as Shinhai sewage water comes flooding in, along with the smell of a city worth of shit and piss. God. As you wade out, you see directly ahead of you, trapped inside a big glass jar that is suspended from the ceiling, Petey. Uh, below him, four adolescent turtles, <laughs> the same ones that had dragged away the dead rat king, uh, and they dance around what looks like a ready lit bonfire, surely intended to boil Petey within the jar. <laughs> Let me out now, show you, I'll show you my goo. I'm gonna fuck you. That's right, I'm gonna fucking kill you all. Let me out. I, I'm gonna shoot the jar. Uh, roll to hit as one of them goes cowabunga goo dude you deserve this right. <laughs> <laughs> 15 to hit 15 to hit uh, a 15 is going to hit roll me some damage cool 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 uh, 8 points of damage on the jar 8 points of damage on the jar it shatters the glass and you come pouring out uh, Peter, can you roll me a deck save to try not to fall into the flames <laughs> 25. 25. 25, you're able to turn your body very quickly into like a kite as the smoke (laughs) billows you away as you collapse into the sewer water uh, as these turtles stand before you, uh, little like ninja weapons in their hands and stuff like that. What would you like to do here, guys? Um, So has PT kind of like come to consciousness? Yeah, as they were sort of. As as he was, he's going to, he immediately went into like defence mode there. It's going to take a minute. And kind of, are they are they approaching? Are they just kind of standing guard? They're like combat ready position. They're not attacking yet. They're sort of waiting to see what you guys do. Wait, wait. Everyone wait. I killed your dad. That was fucked up. Listen, like, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you've ever killed someone's dad before. It's not a nice <laughs> thing to do. You know, like, I, I, 
Branson, listen, don't judge me, all right? Yeah, I killed the dad. And you were all like, I remember back in the show, you were like, you killed the dad. You're an asshole. You're a cunt. And I was like, I know. I know these things are true. You know what, Petey? <laughs> I've had a sudden change of heart, and I think sometimes <laughs> <laughs> we should move on and talk about something no, else. No, you know what? You know what? I think, uh, guys, what, what are your names? Fuck. <laughs> Think of other well, dude, Peter's. my name's Gar- Gorgonzola. This is mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> this is Parmigiano, and his name's Cheddar. Wait, I missed that one more time. Gorgonzola, mozzarella, Parmigiano, and Cheddar. All right, Gorgonzola. Yeah. Margarita, Parmesan. Parmesan's the strong one. <laughs> <laughs> mozzarella, margarita. Uh, mozzarella, margarita. Gargo, listen to me. Guys. You don't get to call me that. Uh, all, all right. <laughs> all right. I, um, do I have my weapons on me? You have your weapons on you. Um, I'm going to draw my guns. And I'm going to put them on like a side shelf. And the sewer? Uh, <laughs> like like a, a bit like up above the sewer water. Cool. Just somewhere. Uh, you find I'm a... Gonna, I'm going to totally disarm myself. Find a floating mound of something uh, and place your guns on it. I get it. I killed your dad. And uh, there's nothing I can do to make up for that. You know, the loss of a father. I would know I lost my dad when I was... Did a stranger come into his house and shoot him in the head and then rob his corpse, my dude? No, it was a slow death. You know, uh, he ate too much uh, nitrate, saturated fats, uh, heart disease. It's the bane of our family. That's so sad. He led a good enough life to die like that. Yeah. You know what? Let's not fucking compare pain, you little prick. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Loss is hard, no matter how you lose them. And I've lost plenty in my life, and I'm sure you have as well. Obviously, I killed your dad. You've lost things. Here's what I'm going to say. Do what you got to do. I'm here. Guys, Roe, Braxton, Sky, don't, don't step in the way. If you think, if you sincerely think that killing me is going to make you feel better. It might make you feel better in the moment, but I can assure you it feels much better to forgive and to forget. My, uh, I recently got back in touch with my sister who I thought was long gone. I thought I was going to have to kill her. You know, and it turns out now we're family again. We're friends. You know? And uh, if I hadn't been able to forgive, I wouldn't have had that in my life. I wouldn't have had my sister back. I wouldn't have had a friend. And, uh... Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Obviously, I'm not going to be your fucking friend. I uh, shot your dad in the chest. But I think if you just take a minute, take a breath, you can forgive me too. But if you don't want to forgive me, I understand. Roll me a persuasion check with advantage. So 24. <sighs> now 24, they sort of look at you and listen to what you've said. And they their shoulders relax a little bit. And their arms drop a little bit, weapons in hand. And not in a way of happiness, but in just a way of defeat. They know that it's not going to make them happy to kill you. Um, little Cheddar comes forward and he says, uh, Can we at least have the crown back? Oh yeah, Braxton, get your finger out the dead ring. Alright, alright. <laughs> he can have the crown back. You hand the little crown back and Cheddar holds it in his hand as the other brothers come and place their hands. Uh, over the crown and they all look at it together and they all nod 
and then without saying anything to the rest of you, they walk off into the sewers. What would you like to do? Is there another elevator? You do not see another elevator. Guys, this is awkward. It looks like we're going to have to walk the same way. (laughs) (laughs) So guys are walking. We'll give you a minute. We'll let you walk. But just bear in mind, if you guys stop for a second, like I'm going to be walking behind you. It might get awkward. I'll try and gauge it. You know. Does anyone remember this place from the last time we were in Robot London? Yeah. uh, This is uh, midway through the tunnel. I believe we were talking about how good the smell of shit is. Yeah. Well... I guess we just go the same way we went last time. Let's give it a minute, though. Let them walk ahead a bit. <laughs> okay, we'll As you guys wait there and think about all the stuff that's been happening and, and whatever the, the message of that may be, um, you feel the earth shake around you as the sewers, sort of brick walls, fly away, revealing an open and dark sky of purple clouds and forked green lightning twisting and turning as the rubble and metal around you all flies in a a sort of hurricane in space uh, laid out ahead of you a twisting and turning highway of large and thick tentacles, black tentacles uh, 20 feet wide and stretching ahead for about 2 miles at the far end of that you see a platform of stars and light a golden figure rests there. Um, difficult to make out, but it seems resting peacefully on top of some sort of throne. Uh, what would you like to do? Braxton, is, uh, is that Jesus? No, he's usually got like a beard and stuff. Oh, it's just not a... I, I don't know, I'm not a religious guy. Nah, this looks like someone else. Okay, cool. Making sure. Hey, should we... uh? mosey on over there this guy let's go see who it is cool this is like a two mile sort of like highway of oh, oh. <laughs> bro you still got the bad bitch bike on you beep beep yeah vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> um you guys all you beep beep uh, as the bad bitch bike just comes hurtling down from like from the ether just like appears like, <laughs> like a busts in skids like akira skids like next to you um do you guys want to say anything before you head off yeah, I, I'm gonna pull out my uh, my jug of uh, many liquids. What's it called? The, the alchemist, alchemist jug. And uh, one last toast. You're not gonna make us drink mayonnaise, are you? Nah, baby. I got some. I got either milk or beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a beer. And a milky beer? No. Okay. <laughs> there you, go. <laughs> you guys all take some swigs of that. Um, Vroom, 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 as you all get on in the way that you've described that you get on many, Ro many doesn't times. doesn't drink the beer, though, and she's driving, so it's... Yeah, that's so cool, yeah. yeah, we, yeah we don't support that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you zoom across the tentacles, a crumbling tornado of asteroid and wreckage careening past you on all sides. You expertly swerve and accelerate, dodging every hazard, narrowly avoiding death with every passing second. Um seems to be you can breathe pretty easily in here, although it seems like you're in space. It doesn't seem like there's any lack of oxygen. Um, as you reach the platform, all seems to calm. You see a serene sea of stars and planets laid out like flowers in a field before you, stretching as far as your vision can reach. And as you climb up on there, you see, unmistakably, resting upon a throne what could only be the goddess Kala a normal sized octopus woman 
wearing a golden dress and a crown of flowers. Her gold skin is faded and cold and her eyes closed, seemingly for what could have been an eternity. What would you like to do? Hey! Hey! You alright? No response. He's, he ain't got a stick. <laughs> Prada. Um, this, could I try and cast healing word on the, on the god? You can try and cast it on what? I got some, I got some, why don't we do it together? Do you want to hold hands? In fact, here, you, uh, you ever see that movie where the guy is, uh, he's got the, the pottery and uh, he's a ghost? Ghost, yeah. <laughs> Damn, thanks. Yeah, you could like stand behind me and like play the accordion with Are me. Are you alright? And then she gets back seven points of health. <laughs> Does anyone else want to try anything while they're doing that? Does anyone else want to help Just out? Anything that might reveal more about who she is or what this place is. Um, you can roll me an investigation check as you're looking around. 15. 15. Um, you have seen a lot of weird shit going on. Um, it's fair to surmise possibly that. Maybe gods don't live on the same plane of existence as we do. It's somewhere between the planes of existence. And you are wherever that is. Um, as you, PT and Braxton Row, are you going to, are you helping them or are you helping with Sky to look around? Yeah, I was. What are you guys doing again? Just uh, just cast cast We're going to try to heal. Oh, wait, um, I need to touch her to cast Cure Wounds. So I'm just going to walk up to her and just kind of. Um, I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder. Um, bada bing, bada boop. Feel better. You guys uh, head up there. Are you doing the same thing, Rory? Are you not casting? I'll lay on hands. Does she look worse for wear? I'm confused why we're all healing her. She's eyes closed, her skin sort of faded and pale and kind of cold from the gold that you'd seen her painted before um, and just slumped in this throne. Fair. Okay, I'll give her 10 hit points for my lay on hands. You guys go and as you give the hit points, you see some of the energy, you see some of the gold sort of start to light a little bit, she does not stir or move and then you hear a noise from above you. As careening from the sky, you see the grand elder pike glowing with a deep purple magic, nothing but bones and fire riding on the back of the dreadbird once known as Meadow. He smashes into the platform. You all struggle to keep your footing and not fly backwards from the force of the impact, stopping just before you. You made it. Hi. What a journey you've taken. The wonders you've seen, the things you've done, all leading to this point. You're courage, your confidence, it's commendable, but born of ignorance, I am eternal, the pinnacle of this universe. Your feeble minds cannot grasp the most basic nature of my existence. I guarantee that your destruction will be the high point of your existence. Uh, And as he says that, I'd like you all to roll initiative. 22. 23. 8. 7. Oh. <laughs> we on the back foot, baby. <laughs> um, so that was. Did you get a twenty-three there, Petey? Uh, you got a twenty-two. Uh, Braxton and you guys got seven and then eight. Was that seven? Uh, eight, eight, seven. Cool. So first act is Petey. What would you like to do? Um, am I? St- I'm not invisible anymore. Um, I'm gonna make a roll. Um, no. 
Um, <laughs> Everything that's happened so far would be really fucking weird if you were. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking uh, that yeah. as I rolled it, and I rolled like a three anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to uh, look uh, Elder Pike in the face and say, I may not be able to grasp your fucking existence, but I can grasp my Glock. Bang! I'm going to shoot him in the face. Roll it. Try. It'd be shoot crazy if face. he just died, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a gunshot wound. That's a 13 to hit. Uh, 13 does not hit. Um... Okay. Fuck! I'm gonna hide. Uh, you roll my stealth check. There's not, not a lot here to hide behind, so it's gonna be high. It is, that's a 26. You get in amongst the octopus god's tentacles, I <laughs> guess, like goo. As uh, you sort of like hide in amongst that. Okay. Um, it is then going to be Braxton. I am going to firstly cast Spiritual Weapon, okay. which uh, my spiritual weapon is like a, it's like a hologram version of Braxton. They could do some punching and kicking. Cool. Uh, and then I'm going to fire off some shots at Pike. Uh, I'll use my clipping thing again, so that's 22 to hit. Uh, that will hit. And the next one is 17 to hit. Uh, 17 does not hit. Cool. And uh, fuck it, I'll bonus action. Do that one as well. Um, that's 27 to hit. Uh, 27 to hit. That's going to hit. So it's, and it's 6 and 7 damage, so um, 13 damage altogether. 13 damage altogether. Um, you, how many hit there too? Mm. Bang, bang, as you see it sort of like burst through the sort of flame outline around them, like poking little holes in them. Uh, as he sort of like, thing is back, like sort of, um, it's forced back a little bit from the, the, the impact of that. Then you see the holes that it's created start to fill again with fire uh, as that hits there. And on that, it is going to be the Elder Pike's turn or whatever he has become now. Um, Meadow lurches forward at his command. Petey, as it does that, can you make me a little insight check? It's a 23. 23, wow. On a 23, uh, you notice Meadow's eyes turn to you and then like look down at the ground and keep walking forward. As he moves forward um, and rears back and he says, uh, Sky, I wish I could have spared you from from this, I wish you'd made it easier for it, for, for yourself. And as he says that, uh, he urges Meadow to take an attack on you. She lurches forward with one of her big claws, and she is going to roll to smack you with that there. Um, what is your AC? 16 presently. That first attack misses, um, as Meadow seems to be sort of almost hesitant to do it, as she sort of like almost intentionally. Uh, like fall short of hitting you you feel it just kind of scratch your chest a little bit but it doesn't quite get to you um, as they take their second attack uh, that one is going to hit on a 22 as he sort of like kicks on he's like come on get, get him come on fuck's sake um, as that hits there and that is going to be 22 points of damage 15 of that is fire damage as metal hits you the wound erupts into flame ouch Ouch, indeed. Uh, that's going to end their turn. Uh, that's then going to be Ro. I'm just going to uh, go, f- like, try and slash him with my laser sword. Slash him! And I'm going to divine... No, Wrathful Smite with that and stack the divine smite as well. Cool. Roll to hit. 20 to hit. Uh, 20 is just going to hit. And I'll reveal to you his AC is 20. As I, I think I said it earlier anyway, but his AC is 20. Uh, so the, it would be 25, but I'm going to roll to hit again. Cool. So 23 that time. 
23 to hit that time, so that's also going to hit as well. So give me some damage. Eight. Eight points of damage. Is that total? No, it was... Uh, it was 25 damage the first Fuck, one. okay, so it was uh, so 33 points of damage. Jesus. Are you, and this is an important question, are you just attacking, are you attacking Meadow? Are you attacking him or are you attacking both? If I'm close enough to just him, I was just going to slash and like try and slash him down the middle. Yeah, you can jump up and sort of like splash him a couple of times as you do the damage. Um, as you do some real damage to this, you see pieces of like bone and stuff flying off of his now, sort of like weird, like... Basically, he looks like Ghost Rider, uh, but purple. <laughs> Ghost Fish Rider. Wait. Um, <laughs> and she goes, Rah! You'll pay for that, Rowan. Ew. Don't you dare call her that. Yeah. Uh, and on that, it's going to be your turn, Sky. Sky is going to start that ever iconic Blade song. Oh. And get stuck into the fight. He's going to miss, but then he gets two attacks and he's going to cast Booming Blade with his cantra. Okay, that's a 24 to hit. 24 is going to hit. Rolls me some damage. 11 points of damage. And because it's Booming Blade, he's surrounded by like a, a boomy wall of energy. And if he moves willingly on his next turn, he will take another 2d8 damage. Oh. And Sky's just going like, kuchah, kuchah. <laughs> and Mad King Wilhelm, I, you've not made your intentions very clear and you're going to have to stay where you are because we don't know what you're going to do, but we have to assume that it's ultimately evil and we will kill you before you do it. You think you can control me? You think you can hold me here? No, but we will kill you before you do the things that we can't control. Uh, and on that, it's going to be back to PT at the top of the initiative. Um, I'm a hop out. And I'm going to shoot my gun. That's going to hit. That's a 20 to hit. 20 to hit. Okay, so... 3d6 because I was hiding. Mm -hmm. 17 points of damage. Jeez. Um, and then... Okay. Okay, I'm trying to think of some fuckery here. You know how when people are in comas... Where the fuck is this going? They can, like... They, they, you always hear it in, on like, the telly and the doctor's like... You know, you should speak to them because, you know, they can hear you in the coma. It's always what they're saying. Yeah. Do you think... That if I played a song beautiful enough, I could wake up this god. Do you think you could? It's either hide or play a beautiful song. And uh, Petey doesn't want to hide anymore. So he's going he's gonna to play a beautiful song, hopefully. That's going to be a 25. Nice. Let me hear that song. No, this is a song that's going to wake up a god. Mmm... <clears throat> Somebody wants oh, to no, stop, 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 stop. Um, as you do that, let me, uh, think, let me think of another. No, song. no, you had oh, it. You fuck. blew your moment. Um, <laughs> no, you had your moment. You blew it, and it's there on the internet forever and oh. for the rest of your life. Um, the isn't written in pencil. Mark, it's um, written in ink. <laughs> you, uh, you, you, um, you, you play that song. You start singing fucking Smash Mouth. Um, the, funnily enough, what? Are they not cancelled? I thought, oh no, he's dead. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hundred percent keep that. In. I thought I was like a cancer for something. I was like, can I? I can't remember. Um, you literally got to say something, Sam. Just that I was very relieved that a man died. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I like no, no. Better. Can I move on with this before you <laughs> ruin your career? Um, you, you start singing this song. Um, funnily enough. 
the god does not wake up for Smash Mouth, but on a 25, as you're singing this, uh, you and everyone else notices uh, Meadow's red eyes start to sort of flicker in and out of that colour. Katie, I've never said this before, but keep singing that goddamn sound. Yeah. Can I uh, roll an animal handling check to get her on side? Um, so you've what have you done so far? You shot, you've used an action. I've used an action. You did um, your song. You could use that as a bonus action. I'll allow it with disadvantage this turn because you're sort of hastily doing it. 18. 18. On an 18 on this turn, uh, you go to do it and it looks like her eyes are sort of flickering from red back into sort of like, like a, a serene sort of blue. Um, for a moment, they stay like that. And she looks very confused. Um, she looks around. Uh, but on that there, the Grand Elder Pike kicks her side and it shoots back to red um, on the end of your turn as it comes back to his turn there and he says uh, I've had enough of this and he goes to move um, mm -hmm. and he's only hubris thinking that you <laughs> cannot hold him uh, so you can roll me whatever you need to roll me here he takes 8 thunder damage he takes 8 thunder damage <laughs> boom <laughs> uh, I'm going to make a roll uh, does that theoretically does that push him in any way no no okay it doesn't matter then he stays on the board um, he kicks with both of his legs as Meadow rears back and he says I look forward to watching all of you burn for eternity and as he does that he places his hands on Meadow's head and she opens her mouth and you see a horrible purple light emanating within from within as flame erupts from her and I need everyone to make me a dexterity saving throw 24 24 Natural 20. Natural 20. The DC is 16. Oh, I hate rolling that 20s on stuff like that. I'm still going to take half damage. Dirty <laughs> 20. Dirty 20. Mine is bad. That's nine. Nine. So everyone other than Roe is going to take half damage. Um, nat 20. I'm going to say on the nat 20 now, you can have advantage if you try to, want to do an animal handling check again. Okay. As you dive closer towards Ro, uh, towards uh, Meadow in that moment, Roe, you're going to take full damage on this. Ro, you're going to take 41 points of damage. Yowzer. The rest of you are going to take 20. Fuck. This uh, flame erupts around you. We all cast our healing on <laughs> Sleeping God. Ah, oh, shit. I didn't ask you to do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty's having a great time. <laughs> She's feeling great. I'm spinning Her skin's like looking fantastic. Um, and that's going to end the Grand Elder's turn. Um... Braxton, no, is it Braxton? Yeah, it's Braxton then. Yeah, I was like, high initiative. Oh, fuck, okay. Yeah. Whatever, I think I was before him, doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, um, whatever, doesn't matter. I apologise. Listen, I forgive you. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to fire off a couple shots uh, at him. I'm going to have the first one be a guiding bolt, um, and that is a 26 to hit. It's going to hit. Nine points of damage, but more importantly, everyone else has advantage attacking right. him from now on uh, until the end of my next turn. Mm -hmm. um, and so my other attack there... My bonus action attack is 27 to hit. That is going to be a 8 points of damage. 8 points of damage. You know what? I'll let you roll double damage dice on that because I fucked the order of your turn and gave oh, you loads so of much. damage. Uh, that's an additional 11 points of damage. An additional 11 points of damage. This guy is looking... 28 total. 28 total. This guy's looking fucked up. I'm pretty sure amongst you you've done over 100 points of damage already um, and that sort of like shot like one round there as you like bang bang this like fire and laser erupts everywhere uh, that is then going to be Rose's turn I believe I'm gonna need to lay on hands myself first I have 20 left so I'll give myself the 20 
Cool, you take a second to heal yourself um, and what would you like to do with the rest of your turn there? And uh, I'm just going to shoot at him with both titties. Cool. Yeah, I'm just going to fire at him. You put your hands in your hips and feel that sort of healing come back up <laughs> through you as you cock your chest. <laughs> uh, roll to hit. I rolled 22. Cool, cool. So you can roll me some damage. Nine. Nine points of damage as he turns to look at you, you cock your chest up and he goes, Tits! And you go, Pew pew! <laughs> and it like smacks him and he seems to like slide from Meadow for a second and kind of slump off it. Um, on that, he seems to be coming like sort of loose from his grasp there as he takes a momentous amount of damage. Um, it's then going to be Sky's turn. Sky is going to use his bonus action to cast Shadow Blades in a moment where he's tapping into maybe some darker. Um, emotional magic within him. 22. 22 will hit. 19 damage and what? Uh, oh, sh- that's just one attack. 19 damage. 19 damage and, on that one. And then I can do a booming blade again. 27 to hit. <laughs> that uh, hits. That certainly <laughs> hits. 15 damage. Are you using your flying blade thing for this? Are you using the hover blade or are you using just a different No, nah, I've just been, I've been just whirling about on the flying sword, slashing with my magic dark shadow. Oh, on that damage, you pull your sword to your hand and you take all of this sort of dark energy and the feelings of all these things that have been happening you start to pour that through your hand across the blade of the sword as it turns into a flaming shadow of a sword and of a blade as you dive forward <laughs> plunge the sword straight through his bony ribcage and feel it stuck in there as he falls backwards with you, dragging you with him, off of Meadow and onto the ground. He's still alive, but he lies there now uh, as you have your sword in him. Do you pull that out or do you leave it in? I'll let the shout out. If you pull it out, he'll bleed out faster. Good idea. I pull it out. Always pull out. You pull the the sword out and you're... (gasps) as he sort of like catches and fights for his breath as you pull that out. You're still alive. Is there anything you would like to do for the rest of your turn? I am finished for my turn. I just look at him and I say, we warned you. And that's back to Petey. Um, can I roll an insight check on him to see how he's doing? You can roll an insight check to see how he's doing. 21. On a 21, um, he is fucked up right now. But he does recover a little bit every kind of round. Okay. Um, I am going to... I'm going to uh, walk up and uh, just start shooting him in the face. Yeah. Um, with advantage still. 22 to hit. 22 to hit. As you walk up, uh, what's your AC? 17. Uh, you're going to take an attack of opportunity from Meadow. Could I roll my animal handling check before I walk up. Would you let me? I will let you do that. Ah, ah, ah. That'll be... <laughs> that'll be a 22. On a 22, what do you say to Meadow as you walk towards her with your guns drawn, stamping furiously towards the Grand Elder? You see Meadow lunge to attack at you. What do you say? Ah! Be a good bird. Gonna be a good bird for you, dead. And as you say... Are you going to be a good bud for your dad? <laughs> Sounds a lot weirder when you say it. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Uh, her eyes begin to flicker a little bit again. Do you say anything else? Yeah, I know you're a good bird. Uh, one hand on my gun, um, stroke her chin. Uh, 
I'm gonna shoot shoot this guy in the face. You do me a favor. You uh, claw fuck out him. And as you put your hand on Meadow's face again, uh, you see flicker, flicker, uh, as the light turns from red back to blue. Uh, as what little bit of her that is left that clearly recognises you as something important to her um, seems to fight its way back through for the time being. Um, she goes, squawk, and sort of nuzzles you a little bit. Okay, scratch her under her metal chin. And you turn after you do that and you see the Grand Elder, a look of fear on his face. Uh, you can roll your attack. Or your damage if you're already at. A measly nine points of damage. Uh, a measly nine points of damage. You bang, shoot him in the head. This is head cocked back from the impact. His eyes seem to close, and although he seems to heal consistently, for the time being, he is incapacitated. We're going to exit initiative. Before we do that, uh-huh. just to be, just to, could I cast Vicious Mockery on him real fast? Sure. Your perpetual lust for power only highlights your deep inadequacy that you feel within your soul no matter how hard you try to be an all-powerful god you'll always be a little fish in a massive massive ocean i hate goo (laughs) (laughs) that was good it needs to roll a saving throw uh it fails fails uh 1d4 psychic damage it's Tiny. Cool. It's a tiny little bit. It's a tiny little bit, but it does two more points of damage. Cool. The same thing uh, I'd said happens, <laughs> uh, but he's a little bit more offended now. We're going to exit initiative. What would you like to do with the knowledge that he is down and incapacitated but could come back at any minute? We need to cut off his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Yeah, we cut off his head. Uh, I draw my knife. Are we doing we this now? Oh, you got your big sword. Here, yeah. Breston, you hold his legs. I'll hold his head. All right, I'll, uh, I'll also give Ro... Um, Gaiden smack on the back and say, like, you got this, Rowan. Sky, what are you doing right now? Sky's trying to suppress just a little bit of, like, overload rage, and he's just letting them carry on. Um, roll me a strength check, Ro. Uh, 19. On a 19, you, PA, holding, I believe you said you were holding the head. I'm holding onto his head, and I'm, like, pulling it taut. <laughs> so it's, uh... You're pulling it taut. Um, yeah. You're holding the legs, and I assume pulling it taut from the other side, Braxton. Yeah. Uh, Sky, you're watching this. Row as you bring the sword down in the neck, boom, it bounces off, and you see the crown sort of flicker uh, with energy. Sky, I need you to roll me uh, an insight on that with advantage. Not got much to add to that. Oh, but I rolled an 18. What they're doing is probably the best option that you can tell. Uh, but the power of the crown is stopping this sort of fatal damage from happening. Uh, but if on a, what was that, 18? Mm-hmm. If someone were to try and dampen that power while they were doing it, take some of the energy. You're a magical man. I am. Um, I would like to cast Dispel Magic upon the crown. Roll me an arcana check. Oh, no. Come on, baby. Remember Can I, I cast the spell? Uh, I'll add eight to that, so that's 16. You... See them struggling with this. I'm going to say, like, while you're watching Roe, you're taking, like, multiple fucking swings on this guy's neck. They're just <laughs> bouncing off. Sky, you move forward here. Um, 
rotating and sort of multiple swings on this as the power bounces it back, all of you now working in tandem, uh, Braxton pulling the legs, Petey pulling the head taut and row about to, to, to make the attack. Um, Sky, you placed a hand on the crown ready to do, try and dampen this power. Um, so was that an 18? 17. 17. On a 17, you cast the spell magic and as Ro takes her final swing and you feel your blade row start to push through the neck and push through this energy with every push a surge of power comes through the crown and into your hands sky as you dispel the magic manually as you withdraw it from the crown and it does not feel good it feels painful and it feels horrible and it feels like a fire burns with inside your very bones and you're going to take some damage here you take 33 points of damage. Jesus. <sighs> absolutely and severely knocks me out. You are knocked unconscious as you fall to the ground. And as you do, with an explosion of light, the head and the crown come tumbling off as the fire and power fades from the now lifeless bones of what was once the Grand Elder Pike. As Sky, you fall to the ground and the crown and the head tumble away. But wait! <laughs> <laughs> I am the aura of the Guardian and I have, because we went to 7th level, I can take all of his damage and have no secondary effect. So, Sky, as you do that and you feel the power coming through, roll, you place your offhand on Sky's shoulder and like a conduit you pull all that energy into yourself and with like the little the boom of like a like a like a circuit breaker exploding like a short circuit you take all that damage and sky you remain conscious as you win the day the crown comes tumbling off fuck yeah and the grand elder pike is defeated I'm gonna Whoa. kick his corpse you kick the bones <laughs> the tumble fuck you. I'm swinging the head around wait 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 bones Oh, God, oh, no. Do you have to? Hey, guys, I'm going to slither into his own outfit and I'm going to wear this. Do I get any magical benefits from wearing this guy's bones? I want to wear his bones. Uh, you wear his bones, you don't get any magical benefit <laughs> from it. All the managers have been sucked from it. Uh, as the crown hits the ground, uh, you hear... As you look and see the gemstone begin to crack and splinter, uh, the artifact as it bursts. As a sort of like glowing sort of dust flies from it, almost like a kind of pixie dust type thing, flies out of it and sort of mixes in the ether as it starts to make its way towards uh, Kala, the goddess that's there, uh, rests around her head and sort of rests on her skin as the light slowly comes back to her. Her power grows as does her size and as does the glow coming from her and as she does that you see sort of tentacles you'd roll dead on the kind of dark inky black ones all start to wither and curl and die she opens her eyes and stands before you all now 20 feet tall and burning with radiant light she says I'm I'm back I don't know who you are, be you mortals or something more, but I thank you. 
What do you do? Hey, how you doing? It's me, it's Pediat Cannabinoid. Um, I'm going to... Keep your uh, hands on a business card. I'm going <laughs> to reach into my violin case and uh, just pull out a napkin with my number hastily written on it. Um, oh. Hey, uh, I like what you got. You look... You, you seem cool. Uh, I'm Petey. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Uh, here's my number. If you ever need anything, you'll give me a call. If you're ever in uh, you're ever in my neck of the woods, I can hook you up with some primo cigars, some good ouzo, some good stuff. You know, don't you worry. I Petey. got your back. Peter Ricardamoid. Petey, you call me Petey. You, you, Petey. Baby, you can call me Petey. You're a good man. I can sense it. I'm a good man. Well, uh, Good man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. She uh, looks at you all and says, Peter, Tracker, Rowan, Braxton. Again, I thank you. I never asked to be worshipped as a god. And I don't know if any of you worship any gods other than you, Braxton. Yeah, I, I like the big fella. Yes, he's a nice guy. Wait, you know Jesus? That's a story for another time. (laughs) I was born just as you were, and I will die all the same. But when their prayers started coming through to me, I couldn't help but to answer them. Uh, Call it foolish, whatever you like, but... One day they stopped. And the cosmos can be so quiet that more and more I found myself with no reason for being and oh so very tired and well I would like to apologize for what has been left here by my absence the chaos that it came in the wake of my my slumber but now you have brought me back to myself and for what so I can wait here alone Hoping for someone to pray to me. To make me feel like I'm not alone. I don't want to do that anymore. What do you do? Well, I mean, uh, you're a very powerful being, aren't you? You hold great power. Why don't you just be like one of us? Shrink yourself down. You know, there's billions of people in the known. And... Probably billions and trillions more in the unknown. On either side of the river, you want to come along and uh, just be a big octopus woman and just have fun. You don't, need, you don't need to be a god. You don't need to do anything. You can just, uh, I don't know, put on a robe and fuck about. I just have a good time. Ro, you're always slaying cunt. Tell this woman... <laughs> Tell this woman all about slaying. Do you know about slaying? What's your name? I, I, Kaya. 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 Kala, sorry. Kala. Kala. <laughs> I forgot my own name. Now, Kala, I'm new to the whole concept of slaying and whatnot. It's something that wrote out me. Uh, but I would say that, that typically, when, when you're covered in gold, people think, think that's slaying. People right, like bro? that. Do people like that? I have to say, you are already in the first phase of slaying. Yeah, like slaying can come in many forms. Sky, he slays every single time he's on his board. He's on his sword, his magic sword. Have you seen this guy? Hey, hey, do a little lap. Do a lap for the lady. I don't want to right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the mood, Petey. Uh, you, you look very depressed there, Sky. You just stand there, like very slow. And she says, uh, "What is wrong?" Oh wait, I mean, I, like I can't, like I, I, I sort of hop in it and do a little like turn on the spot. 
that wasn't as, as dope as I hoped it would be. <laughs> I just saved your life. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, I suppose. I jump on it and I like... Start serving. <laughs> yeah, I, I zoom and I do a little corkscrew and some stuff. Is something wrong? What, like generally? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff wrong. That's why we like went through all this like problems to, mm. to like, you know, stop your weird tentacles that you may or may not have caused to be causing shit. I believe perhaps, I don't know, a lot of weird things can happen to you and your body when you're a god. It's kind of hard to explain. When uh, when you're getting older and you're growing, sometimes your body changes. I don't and need this you, talk from you. Oh, oh so I, I, I don't know what the boundaries are. I've never spoken to a god before. Well, listen, these dark black tentacles, perhaps, perhaps my loneliness had grown a mind of its own while I was indisposed, shall we say. It's not something you have to worry about anymore. I'll make sure that it's kept in check. And as you, she says that, you see all of these tentacles are fading away to nothingness. She says, um, in terms of what I'll do, uh, I'd always fancied myself perhaps as a juggler. I have lots of arms. No fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so start, um, I start throwing her stuff in my case. <laughs> Make a roll. I throw her my accordion, uh, a couple guns. She's a fucking natural. She's like juggling all this stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm doing, doing it. As <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's doing it, I like spark them on fire. I'm like, zap, zap. See, she can be a flaming juggler. She says, um, she's like wild juggling it. She says, uh, it seems I have found my purpose. <laughs> says, um, I suppose, you know, above all else, you've saved me from becoming the puppet of an, an evil tyrant. For that much, I owe you the power that I have I will grant you one wish and only one what will it be like as a group or we all get an individual wish no I mean one between you all aye, aye, aye. Oh, oh, <laughs> we don't wait. always see eye to eye on these things <laughs> um you guys uh I feel like you know one of the biggest losses that we've had it's been a loss of love. You know? And listen, Braxton, I've said this before. I don't fucking like your wife. But you did love your wife. If you wanted that love back and you wanted to wish for that, I wouldn't stop you. All I ask is that when we get back to the known, that uh, you give me a head start. You realize that if uh, me and Sarah get back together, you'll have two people... In fact, three people. Three. <laughs> Sorry, three people chasing you instead. I don't know. I guess I, uh, I guess I'd be fine with that. But, Sky, what about you? What are you thinking? We'll make you happy. This is now your chance. You can be selfish, kid. What do you want? A wish is a powerful thing. I don't know what I would deem worthy of. Such a blessing. Good wish for. Four more wishes. Is that a thing? Can we do that? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. What do you say? Braxton, I don't care for this Sarah woman. I never have. But you gave me a whole new life, a whole new purpose. I think you deserve to have the love back. Well, if it's... If it's alright with all of you, I... I'd like that, but I feel that, uh... With recent revelations between me and Sky's past, I don't know what I can offer him. You bring back my hamster. 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. My dad. <laughs> Do you want your father back, Sky? What's done is done. I've lived a life without him. All right. Oh, the hamster's a good shout. What about my dad? <laughs> can we ride your dad? Oh, boy, can you. <laughs> ba -da -bum. Hey. What do you say? What do you do, guys? What do you want to do here? I wish that I had the ability to love Sarah one more time. And is that the wish of everyone else here? Yeah, fuck it. Yes? Yes. Sky? Sure. It's so annoying when your pals don't like your girlfriend, isn't it? Like, yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. She... Just because she's really mean to me. <laughs> Give me your ability to love her back. I don't need to like her. Yeah. She uh, starts to wave her tentacles around like a wacky inflatable arm waving chipman. Um, <laughs> as everything around you starts to go a bright white again. You open your eyes and all find yourselves on the jellyfish of the Grand Elder that he'd been on. And as you sit there, you look around and see that the edge of the river, or the river itself, the great storm that had separated the known and the unknown for thousands of years, for a very long, long time, is gone. Slowly and peacefully, you all float through the edges of known space on a big jellyfish. And you see, floating towards you, battered and bruised, hot pink, yeah, the bad bitch, as you'd have voice calling out from it as it gets closer and closer. This is Captain Sarah calling from the bad bitch. Is anyone alive out there? We're here, Sarah. We're all alive. I'm so glad to hear your voice. Yeah, me too. And he means it this time. <laughs> and with that, you guys all are picked up by the bad bitch. And you head out into known space flying back to possibly your lives before or something a little bit different is there any last words you would like to say to each other or any last things you would like to say as you guys start to enter parts of space that are more populated as you see ships flying past and signs of civilization. what do you say Braxton? Huh? How about that head start? Take a pod. Oh, I could just, you know, I'm gonna um, elbow Mucusetta and be like, I'm sure my sister's worth something. How about you take her instead, huh? Huh? I'll kill you all before I go back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all right, baby. You know what, Petey? Uh, there's gonna be other bounties. I choose which jobs I take. I don't have to take every single one. Just don't, just don't be a dick about it. Hey, listen, I've been I've been thinking a lot about this, all right? Do you play any instruments? 
Can you sing? I feel like a voice like you is going to be able to sing. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. Imagine that with my accordion. Together we combine good and bad, two sides of the coin. We become a band, you and me. What do you say? What do you do? How about it? No, I think I'm going to risk you. All right, okay. <laughs> Bye. Do you take a pod and leave? Uh, I take a pod and uh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave my pistols. With a little note saying, um, you guys can keep these. Not going to need them where I'm going. And me, Mucuseta, and Meadow are going to get in a pod and boost. You, Meadow's not on the ship, but as you no. boost out of the pod, you look out the window and see her flying by alongside you. Um, Sky, do you remain with Ro, Braxton and the crew? Yes, yes, yes. I will. You remain with them, and do you remain with them indefinitely? Are you planning just to stay with them, or are you planning no, to leave? No, I think Sky would want to stay with them until they reach the next sort of landing point, a port or a city or somewhere to part ways properly rather than just hopping on the, the pod and flying out. Cool. You stay with them until you reach the planet of Gordio, uh, where you land on a small sort of shipping city. There's not a lot of civilian traffic here. It's mostly just like imports and exports. As the doors open, and for the first time you, for a long time, you step out into civilization. Is there anything you guys would like to say to each other? As I assume you pack your bags and your things, Sky. Sky just gives a bit of a fond farewell to Ro. Says, to "Stay in touch, Queen." <laughs> You've got my number, right? And he kind of holds up his little walkie-talkie. I I nod somberly. Sky, you turn and leave. Braxton, you see him walking away. Is there anything you would like to say? No. No. A few days pass, the ship is fixed up, and the remaining Penguin crew and Sarah and Rowan Braxton, you guys jet off to continue your life out in the cosmos. Your crew at a point, P.A. Sky, Robert Axon. The work you have done, never fading from your memory, the happiness, the sadness, the badness, always something that you all hold dear, in your hearts, along with the firm, firm knowledge that this vast universe, these two trillion planets and 200 billion trillion stars in a vast and uncaring, lonely cosmos, well, it's all been left a little less lonely because of your actions. And that is where we're going to end today. I believe the end was that she was a juggler. I know, right? <laughs> I thought it was funny because she has loads of arms. It's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much to everybody that came along uh, on our spacefaring journey. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Um, I don't know what's next. 
Um, we've got some live shows and stuff coming on. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see you there. Everyone looks so sad in here, man. Every- a, heavy, a bittersweet a, ending. Yeah, it is. A bittersweet ending. Um, Maybe they'll be back. You never know. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. As long as there are stars in the sky and as long as there... Uh, as long as Petey's gooey. As long as there are neurons firing in all of our brains to come up with a lore for this, <laughs> they will always continue their adventures. Um, thank you, everybody. We love you very, very much. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for the thank yous. We will see you all again very, very soon. Bye. Peace. Bye-bye. Woo.